Hello and welcome to Magic Mics, where we never talk about girls in graphic terms. This is episode 8, She's the Man, from 2006. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two, and street race that Korean teenager. <laughs> it's time for Magic Mics. Okay. Nothing? Okay. No? Do you, do you don't remember? Okay, never mind. Cool. Wait, okay, that's, from so, that's from the league? Yeah, you don't remember the episode when Seth Hogan's like, I can only get hard from street racing Korean teenagers? Do you remember this? It's no. like a Rafi and okay. a Dirty Randy episode. Yeah, it's Rafi and, yeah, exactly, yeah. All I can think of is the episode or uh, the movie Better Off Dead, which we just covered, which High School Summer Party podcast covered two episodes of on this very network. And there's like uh, a couple Asian teenagers. One of them is just doing a Howard Cosell impression the entire time, and they just drag race or street race the entire time. See. So that might be a reference to that. I don't know. I have no idea what it's a reference to. I know that he says it, and every time like we hear people like drag racing up and down the street in front of my house, we're like, damn it, Korean teenagers. We have no idea if they are or not, but it's just a reference to Rafi saying that he can only get hard gotcha. from Korean teenagers so so now before we introduce our guest who has already spoken yes. and i'm not going to yell at her like i yelled at mike manzi because okay. you got so upset when i yelled at poor sweet mike manzi yes i have another intro that i want i want to drop on you do you have uh, another you used one that i didn't think you were going to use because i was like waiting for him this this episode because there was some good chanting moments i got another there's okay, all, good. I, Give I, me I, the other one. so many notes I don't know if you're going to be super happy with the second one, but I have another one. Do you have another one that we could re-intro? I do, unless it's the one that you're going to do. Go ahead. All right, no, so we're going to... All right, I'm going to start it from the... I'm going to start it from the beginning, okay? We're okay, going to do okay. it again. Bring it back. Hello and welcome to Magic Mics, where we bring the blood and pain. This is episode eight. She's the man from 2006. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two. Okay, I have mine. Can I can I do mine? Oh, I thought I, I meant if you were gonna do like a sex thing in the beginning. No, like no, 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 no. I was gonna give just, you another okay, intro. I had an intro okay. for you. Okay. Blah blah blah. All the stuff Joey says. It's I gotta change my feet. And then... yeah, that is a, <laughs> a quote. That's I almost used that one, but okay. I like these other ones better. A little okay, bit better. So go ahead, let's introduce her finally. With us today, longtime listener, first time caller. We have friend of the show. She's been mentioned a lot. Are you a drinking game or no? Me? I don't yeah, know like, if she's a drinking game space. No, I, I don't think so. so. I drink too much. I don't think so. Because Jess Montez is, Resident Story Mike Manzi is, Rachel is, but I don't think anybody else is. We have with us today, you may know, you may have guessed it, Melissa Lynham. Hello, Melissa. Hello. How are you guys? I'm good. Now, you want to do this movie very badly. How many times did you see this movie in theaters? I worked at the movie theater at the time, okay. so I saw it four times damn like to go see it with different friends and then whenever like between movie sets if it was in my theater i would go watch when i was done working that's dedication i love amanda Bynes. in this movie no after (laughs) after she went off the deep end yes but um Mm -hmm. i can see why you love this movie so much this is one that i could watch you know four times in a row too this movie is uh, before we get into our first segment which is not really about the movie but this movie is in 2018 terms maybe problematic maybe not very politically correct but it is a lot funnier than i thought it was going to be and also kind of a perfect magic mike's movie it is you're right there's a lot that they probably couldn't get away with now you know of the times type thing we run into these a lot in our earlier movies yeah it was everything i wanted as a channing fan so that's for yeah. sure as a chant fan as a chantum phantom chantum phantom a chantum phantom i like that a lot mm, there we <laughs> go so our first segment before we talk about she's the man which also for the record was covered by the contenders podcast Ooh. the the podcast that's about strong women women who refuse to play by the rules this is one of Island's favorite movies she was on there talking about it with tobin tobin and Island will be on our 
next episode of Too Fast Too Forever, the oh. lap. Well, not the next, not the next one, because the next one's the relap recap. But episode one of lap two, they will be on the Fast and the Furious to talk about that. So maybe we'll also drop in some. Here's the thing, here's a little taster. Maybe we'll talk about She's the Man over there. So if you're a Channing fan, go listen to another podcast. This is what Ooh. Synergy's all about. It's true. I like it. But before we go further in this episode, we have to get to our first segment. We have to get to a little something called Tatum Tots. Tatum Tots. Uh, Melissa, do you know about Tatum Tots? Yes. Do you have any Tatum Tots? No, I figured you guys Have you ever eaten Tatum everything? Tots? No. So here's the big... There's there's a very big one. There's a big the one that relates one. to us. So as we discussed, I believe, on a previous episode... Did we say we were going to do not, because we recorded the Battle in Seattle episode so long ago. Yes, we, we did. We recorded that one on May 31st. We Damn. did not record one in June. Okay, wow, okay. It's been so I don't think we talked time. about this, so go ahead. Colloquially, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. On June 27th, so last week, last Wednesday, Channing Tatum was going to sign his board and bread vodka bottles at this little liquor store in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's called Hummelstown, and I think it's legit because you know those stupid-ass figurines? Figurines that people love. You can beep out the stupid-ass part. Those figurines that people love, you know, like the small children ones? Do you know what I'm talking about? Sure. Hummels. Your precious moment? Well, there's other ones called Hummels. My mom had those. Yeah, oh, it, they're okay. much like precious moments. That town, I think, has like a big store, and they come from that town. Like, they're Hummels. Gotcha. So Joe and I were like, cool, we're going to go meet Channing Tatum. This is a Wednesday. It's, it's a yeah. Wednesday at like 6. We're like, yep. we'll jump the gun. And we'll get it's, there. It's not in New York. It's in the middle of nowhere. We also were like, we don't know if there's going to be 500 people, 50 people, or just five people. Like, we yeah, figured it's popular. But it's also in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. So we're like, look, we're going to we're gonna make the drive out. We'll leave early. We'll get there. Yep. We'll get there, like, two hours early. So the plan was, and this, and actually, it even got crazier. The Go plan ahead, yeah. was for Joe to come down here to leave his house around noon and yes. get to my house around two then we would leave and get there around four hang out a couple hours meet Channing Tatum he and Rachel leave their house at 10 I miss I, here I, at I fucked this up you know that I drink a lot I thought that I said I we need to get there by two so I counted back not get to Joey by two so I left two hours even before I planned to so we left I, we left my house at 10 get there at noon so we get to Joey's house Rachel's here pleasant surprise Shout out Rachel. Shout out Rachel. And we're like, what's the address? Because we're trying to figure out how long. Him, like, how we didn't far know is leave it from at here? Twelve. We don't know if we leave it two. And I Google Channing Tatum vodka signing or Channing Tatum vodka Pennsylvania. All of the news alerts at the top of the Google search are fans camp out overnight to meet Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum vodka sold out. Like all this crazy stuff. We're so like, we see Whoa. pictures. First of all. It is like a typhoon in this part of Pennsylvania that it's day. It's been a downpour, probably overnight. Probably overnight. And also, there's a line of like a thousand people just lined with umbrellas, totally happy to just be sitting in the rain waiting for Channing Tatum. This is now noon. And Rachel's on Twitter looking, and she says, at 11.46 a.m., this liquor store posted, we are sold out of the vodka bottles. And the whole thing about the signing was, you need to have a bottle purchased here yeah. with the store receipt to get it signed. He's not signing anything else. He's only signing these vodka bottles. And so by 11.45 a.m. on Wednesday, more than six hours before the signing was supposed to start, vodka was sold out. So we're like, guess we're not going there. But... What we had done beforehand is we had gotten a thousand Magic Mike stickers <laughs> yes, we did. mailed to us, purchased them, <laughs> we did. have a, th- a box of a thousand, so now we have too many. So here's, here's what I'm going to suggest right now. If you've made it this far to the episode, us. 
<laughs> yeah, yes. If, he... if you're nine minutes into this episode or whatever we're at, and you email magicmikes at cageclub.me and you entrust us, trust me, Joe won't even see it. If you entrust me, PO with box your address, it. I will send it mail to your neighbor. You stickers. Yeah, a bunch. I'll mail you five stickers. At least five. At least five, if not more. Yeah. Because I have a couple hundred just sitting on my dining room right now. We have so right many stickers that we were going to hand out online. And also, for the record, if this place wasn't two hours away, if it was an hour or less, we still would have I think I would have beelined it. I, we would have beelined it and passed them out in line. I'd yeah, be like, because Fuck we would have passed them out. We yeah. could have interviewed people, people who were going to meet them, people who weren't going to meet them. Yep, you know, we could have done the whole get thing. Get into that. But we were but. two hours away, and it had sold out before we... We were two hours. Like, we were two hours away to be six hours away. So, like, what the yeah. fuck? Okay. So, instead, I brought Joe and Rachel to a little uh, Irish pub, essentially, with really good wings. Joe got some fish and chips. They had it was really good. They had beer on tap. It was good. You guys were here for, like, basically, like, an hour, hour and a half, and then you drove, drove the two hours back. So, yeah. it was, like, four or five hours in the car for, like, a 90-minute lunch, but... Hey man, it wasn't too bad, we, dude. It's, it's, it's we saved four hours of the car. Yes, we did. We it would have been a very it would have been a much longer day if we would have like made it there and waited in line. And if it, we would have been wet and in, it would have been miserable. But I still enjoyed coming to see you, and I had just seen you like the weekend before, so yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I, I didn't mind it. It wasn't too bad. What we were also suggest like uh, as we, we were tweeting about like how disappointed we were, how many stickers we have. And telling people, boy, do we have a podcast for you. Anybody who was tweeting about this, like, boy, do we have a podcast for you, linking to this. So, little, that's a little, that's a little too fast, too forever reference. It if is. you don't know, if you don't know where that came from, that's where that's BD from. BD Wapfy. Yeah. But if you are listening to this episode because of those tweets, also email us, say hi, magicmikes at cageclub.me. And we'll send you even more stickers. I want to hear your experience. If you were in Pennsylvania, if you got to meet him, if you didn't get to meet him, let's bring this fan base together over a shared attraction to Channing Tatum and vodka. Yes, agreed. So I have a few other Tatum Tots. I mean, Go is there anything it. else we need to cover with that Tatum Tot, or are we... No, uh, that, you that, gave I mean, the whole that thing. Was, that was pretty comprehensive. Okay. Yeah, comprehensive coverage on, on our missed opportunity to meet Channing. He, he could have known that we and you guys, our fans, exist, but he doesn't. So, mm, no harm, no foul. We're back where we were yesterday, right? Yes. In the, in the last month since we last recorded, Channing Tatum has announced that he's bringing his Magic Mike stage show to London, and he's vowed to get in great shape, I guess, to participate or whatever. So yeah, that's we saw cool. pictures of him. We didn't we see a picture of him in London? Like oh, we no. Last time we talked about that, he was like touring to like he was in London doing promo for it. Remember, we saw the picture of him. Yes. There. Okay. Also related, he went on Graham Norton's show in the UK and taught Usain Bolt a, quote, sexy dance move, which is basically just like a, a semi-stripper move of some kind, where he's just like sort of... Pelvic thrusting? Yeah, something like that. Cool. He helped his daughter Everly run a lemonade stand for charity, and yes, according to OneCountry.com, it's the sweetest thing ever. And nobody called the cops on her. Timely <laughs> reference. <laughs> Timely <laughs> reference. I'll just stop there, but go ahead. And then, as we've done the last four or five months, we got Jenna Dewan news... Uh, they came together, uh, Everly had like a dance class or something, and they showed up together and they went there, I guess, as parents, not as a couple, but as parents, so they were there. But then just today, or just yesterday, <laughs> on Inquisitor.com, Channing Tatum is, quote, reportedly miserable without Jenna Dewan. We, so. we can't tell from his fucking sappy-ass social media and shit, right? Like, we can't. But okay. It is still, I mean, we said a couple we're months still in ago, the train we're going to sort of pause Tatum Tots because it's so depressing. It's still 
real depressing. It's, yeah, that's why I didn't even read any. Like all the ones that I had found recently were like exactly what you'd imagine. So we're just gonna skip it's right over. It's not great, those. Bob. No, they're not. They're not good at you all. Got one. You got one sweet story with the lemonade. Absolutely. That's a good one. And we have our uh, Tatum Tot in real life. So again, third time's a charm. Third time I'm saying this. Shout out Mike Mansey. Listen <laughs> the story, of Mike Mansey. Go listen to his podcast. Email us magicmikes at cageclub.me. We'll send you stickers. Send us whatever. Send us pictures of strippers. I'll draw you a picture of Channing Tatum. Whatever. And I'll sure. mail it back to you. How about there that? There you go. So, okay. She's the man. Yes. What I am proud about, we will cover this at the end. You and me both thought it's sports related. It's sports related. We got the wrong sports. I don't want to tease there, but we both. Uh, I, I I said it to Rachel as I was watching it. She was watching it with me. She had definitely seen it before. I yeah. hadn't. And I'm like, I think that my guesses for how he was going to dance, fight, whatever, was yep. really close. Like, I'm not sure, but I think that I'm really close this time. Well, we're going to cover that at the end. Okay, and also, Melissa, cool. get ready. I, you, you've heard the podcast. That means you're going to have to guess the next movie, how he's going to dance, fight, be shirtless, and strip for Step Up 2, a movie I don't believe he's in that much. Oh, okay. But <laughs> Great. We'll find out in a month with special guest Liam Underwood from the Nerd on Nerd podcast. Oh, yeah, because we always – poor Liam's always on the ones that are, like, the most vague, distant yep. ones we can get him on. That's cool. Okay. I like it. So, okay. This is, as we were saying, sort of the perfect Chantana movie because he's the male lead. He is. Which is important. Also, I, I do want to clarify right up front – that we did this stuff out of order for two reasons. Number one, because we wanted to do Step Up earlier. Yes. Because we needed a very special episode. And number two, to get that Battle in Seattle crossover episode done, we needed to move that up a month. So Battle in Seattle was actually for 2007. This is 2006. This is actually before. But he's as And just role. for your own sake, Joe, just keep your yeah. head straight. Keep your head in the game. Get you, get you, get you, get your head in the game. Oh. Uh, <laughs> here is the correct, quote-unquote, correct order, the order that it actually came out. Start okay. with Coach Carter, which we did. Then yeah. War of the Worlds, which wasn't really in. Okay. Then Havoc, Supercross. So we did those four in a row. Supercross. Incredible. Then okay. we dropped in Step Up, which wasn't until later. But next in real life was a guy to recognize your saints. Ragazzi. Okay. Ragazzi. <laughs> then it was She's the Man. Okay. Then Step Up. Then Battle in Seattle. And then Step Up 2. So, like, this was kind of a while ago in terms of movies. Yeah. And, and, and he went, he did this, then Step Up, then Backtrack to Battle in Seattle. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then step up two. I think we actually kind of watch them in the right order, to be honest. Not a bad order. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of what we did. Yeah. Okay, cool. But the reason this is a perfect Chantana movie is because he is shirtless for probably 45 minutes of this movie. Pretty much the whole thing. Gets in mm. multiple fights. I saw at least two fightings. Dances. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> I seen it. Oh, he did. he doesn't really strip. But he's shirtless enough that doesn't really um, matter. I think he puts his shirt over his face. That's so like a half Oh, strip. the goal celebration. That's true. Yep. That's exactly what I was about to say. When he scores okay. that goal and he and he pulls his shirt up, that, that's that's almost stripping. I mean, that's as yeah. close as we're going to get, right? The abs come out. It counts. It's yeah, stripping. Yeah, exactly. There you go. We got it. There Melissa agrees. So now, Joe, did you know... <laughs> what? I did not know until Melissa was telling me what she was doing for prep for this podcast. Did you know that this is based on Shakespeare? I only know that... Because while I was driving home today, I asked Rachel if she had seen it, and she said, yeah, it's that Shakespeare story. So she had told me. I give her the full credit for telling me before it. I don't know what the story is. She told me. I don't remember the name of the Shakespeare story. It was something that I did no idea about. But she definitely knew it. I didn't. So then, Melissa, why don't you tell us and tell our fans what you tried to do in preparation for this? It's based on Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Yes. Which I rented from the library. And oh. I rented a version that had the Shakespeare on one page and then the like a more modern translation on the other and i only got a few scenes in it's very boring i can imagine i can't understand what 
the Shakespeare side at all. The modern translation, so boring. Uh, this is Shakespeare's better to to be seen on stage or in a movie. I don't like or reading just it. skipped altogether like I did exactly. in high school. Yeah, spark go. noted. That's the best way to read Shakespeare. Oh, I should have done that. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay. What's amazing to me is that they keep the names the same. Yes. I didn't know and that. And the most jarring one, which I actually laughed at when I figured out what was happening, was that there's a character named Marvolio, and I was like, <laughs> who the fuck is named Marvolio in 2006? Tarantula, of course, because why not? That was the one that I was like, oh, come on. I was like, oh, okay, I, I, I see what you're doing there. She's the man. Just as a general question, in the Shakespeare version, is a girl on the boys' soccer team as well? Or Yeah, definitely big big in soccer <laughs> in the middle in middle London. That, okay, so they kept that part. That, that part's true to... True. <laughs> they didn't change that part at all from what i gathered from the two sentences on wikipedia that i read and okay. you can maybe correct me with what you've read of the actual Ooh. play all right viola and sebastian are brother and sister and they get shipwrecked on an island they get separated and then once again there is a love triangle i'm presuming with an actual duke this was a love Orsino. pentagon though yeah. this is a parallelogram a love parallelogram. well we're gonna get into that because okay. i have some problems with the relationships in this movie at least one relationship in particular you i have do? A lot I see no problems too. There's no problems. They get shipwrecked. There's like a love triangle movie. Soccer, I guess. Ostensibly so- soccer. soccer. I did not read down long Shakespeare enough. Shakespeare gets soccer the soccer. Player. Okay. But yeah, in, in this movie, Amanda Bynes wants to play soccer. And in like the first 13 seconds of the movie, soccer team's gone. Like she reads a lot. Le- like they're like, we're going to go yeah. practice. Girl runs out. Soccer team's gone. Girl soccer's canceled. That's it. Not enough interest. Not enough girls. No. She was just talking to her boyfriend, who is the goalie on the boys soccer team. Yes. And he's like, yeah, you're better than most of the guys on my team. She goes to the coach. We want to try out. He says we're better. Boyfriend's like, I never said that. She's like, cool. We're done. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, breaks up with her boyfriend. Soccer canceled. We have a series of events in this movie that essentially hit you over the head with like, girls are as good as boys. She's going to be a boy. Yes. She doesn't want to be a girl. Yes. Girl, girl, girl. Boy, boy, boy. Everything every character says is like, hey, you know what's coming next in this movie, right? But don't. Are, are we like going through the movie right now? Are you going through the movie like chronologically? Sort of. Yeah, mostly. Okay, the part that you just skipped over, I'm so mad that you didn't say it. But I is think this what you, you were messaged just... me about before? Yes, I think this is what mm-hmm. you, you were waiting to let me say it. Now, Melissa, do you know what he's about to say? You could key suck this thought out of my head. I don't think so. Oh, you should know yeah. because it's something that drives you in particular crazy. Me? Yes. You. So in that first scene, when the girls' soccer yep. team is canceled, you know who strolls up next to Amanda Bynes. Silicon oh, Valley girl. Yep. She shows up yeah. again. Lil Zefnection, Silicon Valley girl shows up, and I'm From like, Charlie damn, Cloud. it's her. It's her. Yep. Dead Ghost Brother Sex, which we refuse to call her by her actual name. She's Silicon Valley Girl, which we will refer to her as in this episode, too. Well, she's not in it much, but yeah, she surprised the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it. It's really, uh, I think Vagina Hudgens really got me. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm, I'm not a fan of Vagina Hudgens either. We're on the Sorry. There. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's the only way I can remember her name. I swear to God. Like, I'm really bad with names, as you could tell. And, like, I have to, like, <laughs> give myself mental clues to remember who they are. And that's what it was sorry yeah silicon valley girl's not bad what i do also want to say is that we picked the perfect month to record this episode because this is we're in the we're in the heart of world cup fever we are i i have that in my notes too dude this is a very world cup appropriate movie although i felt like for some reason we should have been watching the big green Mm. i like the big green i like the big green or ladybugs which we will get to at the end oh so that's the craziest thing okay ladybugs is a terrible terrible movie starring rodney dangerfield that how does get made covered yes twice in my guesses 
references for what this movie's going to be about, I referenced Ladybugs. Yes. Ladybugs is a movie where a boy dresses like a girl to yep. play soccer. Yep. To play soccer. I remember this movie. Yet I did not, like, weave that into my narrative. I picked wrestling, I think, but we'll get to that at the end. But what's remarkable about the girls' soccer team, the women's soccer team, the ladies' soccer team in this movie is that Amanda Bynes is apparently good enough to play soccer at a D1 school like Michigan or North Carolina. Yes. And yet the rest of the school does not have enough interest to get 12 girls on the team? I, apparently. I don't know what they're doing over there at Cornwall. <laughs> Cornwall High. It was it was very confusing to me too. Like if you had like one girl that's a superstar, like maybe they had no teams to play because Illyria didn't she didn't go for the girls team over there. Yeah. It's true. Oh, well, she just wanted to say that she could... Like, I, th- I feel like she doesn't just want to play soccer. Now she wants to prove that she can play with the boys. Like, I, I would have been interesting <laughs> to see if Illyria had a girls' soccer team. I think that they did. I don't know. This is this is the whole Michelle Wu thing where it's like, I was I was just like, okay, like if you want to try out, and if, if you can compete on the boys' circuit, I think any woman should play a man's sport. My sister and I had this conversation before, and she's like, why do we have like women's running in the Olympics and men's running? Why isn't there one? And I was like, that's because the guys are much faster than the women and she's like no they're not and then she looked up like the top speeds of the guys versus the women and they're just like significantly faster it's like it's, it's unfair to not have any women play and i get that like you don't want to be like segregated to the women's team but like wouldn't you rather compete than like not any of you make it yeah they do that like she only makes a second string team too exactly sort so of, like, it's the like the same point as the running yeah it's like I would love if a woman could compete, like, but it's just, like, physiologically, it doesn't work like that a lot of the time, so, like, I'm sure, like, any girl soccer player that plays on the women's national team would kick my ass in any sport, but I'm not on the men's team either, so. Well, we do find out from the t- from the coach that girls can't beat boys, it's as simple as that. It's a scientific fact, so. <laughs> yes. Science. <laughs> Their brains are smaller. <laughs> what was the, that's the quote that came to my head, it's from, like, another movie, it's like, women's brains are just smaller. What was it from? It was, like, from The Office or something. I it know. feels like, it feels like one of these goofy movies, but that's what, that's what I thought of. He was just, like, very condescending about it. He was just like, you can't play with boys <laughs> no i think at the high school level she could probably kick their ass but okay probably yeah especially when we actually see her in action later yeah for sure yeah she's got a brother sebastian who is going to london I guess, are they twins melissa yes they're twins. okay yeah they oh, say it for that one yeah, yeah that one little snippet at the end in in the yearbook yeah they couldn't be more opposite <laughs> and he's going to london because his band got a gig in a music festival over there so he's going over there which is dope weeks. how do you just like string that together that's a pretty big Don't deal know. Okay. And he goes to a prep school, which I thought was a college at first, but it's just a prep high school. I did think it was a college, too. I agree, yeah. But his his girlfriend, who is hot but the worst, says she confuses... Again, this is another one of those, like, everybody says she's a boy, confuses Amanda Bynes from the back, and like, oh, Sebastian, a boy she's dating thinks his sister is him? Hmm. But did you know, Joe, that that girl, that actress, is from Bridgeport, Connecticut? I did not. And Bridgeport is a not good place. But just today, wait, just today, yeah. it was rated one of the worst cities to live in. If oh. you make $100,000 and want to still feel like you're poor, that's where oh. to live. Bridgeport, Connecticut was on the list. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But she's also done a ton of TV work. She's uh, been in The Walking Dead. She's in This Is Us. And what I know her from what? is she played young Moira in American Horror Story. Do you remember in the first season, there was the maid played by Frances Conroy, blind in one eye? Yes. And then I remember like there was like the one or couple there were a couple scenes where she was like a young hot girl. Yeah, it's her. Okay, cool. this is her in that red in that red wig. I vaguely remember it because I've I seen that so long ago. Yep. But yeah, but it makes sense. I remember that part. Her brother is played by 
by some guy I don't know, but did you know, and this would have been the best Zeph Nexion, Joe, they wanted to get, drumroll please, Jesse McCartney to play her brother because their facial features are so similar. Damn. Are they? That's what IMDb says. As soon as she put the hair on, I thought Justin Bieber all day, but I know he was probably like conceived now or something. That was a few years before Baby. I mean, it wasn't crazy before Baby. It was probably was three it? or four years before Baby, though. Yeah, Baby but was he like was like 12 when that happened, too. So like, Yeah, this was pre-Luda in Bieber's life. It was. Pre-Luda Bieber. That's a good way to... Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom wants her to be a debutante, but she just wants to be one of the boys. I like the word debutante. She she specifically used the word debutante. She's like, Mom, I don't want to be a debutante. Do, you know, do we know where this takes place? Because it feels like the South with a debutante ball. I think that's a um, Shakespeare reference, not a Southern Southern reference. It should be Southern. No one has accents. Not that I think that this movie would... Well, her accent, her accent. boy accent, is basically a Canadian accent for a while. <laughs> I know. It yeah. did sound Canadian to me, too. Yes, it did. <laughs> God damn it. You're taking all my good ones. Okay. I know. To become a boy, her brother's going to London for two weeks, so she's like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to apparently play hooky from school for two weeks. Yeah, he says cover for me, call my school, say you can't you can't go there, and she's like, cranks up this idea. I'm just going to go pretend to be him, join the soccer team, beat my old high school, which happens to play in that first two weeks. Yep. And that's it. Then I'll just live my life. So she goes to her friend, what's what's the friend's name? Paul? Mm-hmm. She goes to his salon at the mall, which apparently, it's like a, like a, a ladies' hair salon, but he has, like, Dozens of fake mustaches? Yeah. Yeah, why not? That seems natural. You say why not. I say why. You can't really focus too hard on things like that for this movie. All right, that's fair. Focus on the physical comedy. Maybe it was a very progressive salon. If she wants to join the boys' soccer team and dress like a boy, it was just, maybe it was a salon from now. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know okay. what what the timing was of this salon. Also, did the salon, was the salon in the Shakespeare too? Definitely shopping Probably malls. Probably was, yeah. Probably yeah. was. Okay, mm-hmm. fake, must- fake mustache salon. Definitely. Soccer. Soccer, yeah. So she packs her bag for school. She's got the chest wrap to keep her boobs down. She's got tampons. That's all she needs. By the way, chest wrap to keep your boobs down when you're doing the female to male dress up in all of these movies is like clutch, right? Like this this is an yep. integral part of the movie. It, you have to do the chest wrap. Something has to go wrong with it every time. Now, Melissa, have you dressed as a, have, have you dressed like for a prolonged period as a boy? No, <laughs> I dressed as Amanda Bynes for Halloween once, but not uh, in as a this boy. movie? No, in one of her uh, her court cases when she showed up to court with blue hair and like a basketball jersey. Oh, yeah, okay. awesome. That's a Everyone good one. I thought I was Lady Gaga cuz her hair was blue and one person was like, "Yo, what up Amanda Bynes?" There nice. you go. No ace bandages around the chest. I don't. I don't know why I would want to do that to myself ever. I don't think it'd be comfortable. I don't. I'm not sure, no, but I don't think it'd be it very would comfortable. Not be. It feels like it'd be like a thunder a thunder jacket. <laughs> yeah. For dogs. This is my thunderwear. <laughs> yeah. So she goes to the boys' school. She goes to Sebastian's prep school, which I thought for a second was like all boys, but it's it's mixed. Everybody there loves sports. She's walking down the dorm hallway. They're all like throwing soccer balls, throwing football, throwing basketball. That's what Rachel said. She's like, how many sports are they playing in this one hallway? All the sports. Every sport, like golf and fucking everything. They're just every sport. Okay. It's the boys dorm. They only play sports. If we walked to the girls dorm, they would all be painting their nails, using curlers, stuff like that. Very true, Melissa. And that's a very good point. You're right. We would have stereotyped the girls just as bad. So, okay. Fair. (laughs) Viola as Sebastian. Amanda Bynes gets to her dorm room, opens it up. Justin Bieber gets to her dorm room opens it up in there who do we see shirtless Channing Tatum yep. her roommate first thing not that anybody didn't but I instantly was like uh, well here's the fucking love triangle you know once they're roommates I was like this is gonna start they threw me for a loop because we'll, we'll get there but that's what happens and I was really excited to see shirtless Channing I was like this starts out like a good movie that I want to watch what I gave this movie credit for is that in this very first scene 
tampons exposed. Like, it's not something that happens later. It's no. like it happens right away. They, they did like, the tampon oh, exposure okay. immediately. I thought this was going to be the big, like, climax, like, tampons in the locker room or something. But yep. it's like, no, they spilled them first second. Which is great. She says, oh, it's for her bloody noses. Here, watch this. And then later in the movie, Channing puts one up his nose. Yep. It was just giving it to you so that they, somebody could put a tampon in their nose. And that Set was also up, great. Set it up, it down. And I thought about it, and I think that's probably a good idea. It's not a bad idea. I looked at Rachel, and I was like, I bet that really does work. Like, no, I'm not going to try it, but I bet it works. Melissa, care to comment? It probably works. Yeah, it probably works pretty well, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you just get a lot of strange looks. Like sure. He does. I mean, if you were in your house and nobody else is around, like... Yeah. Yeah, when you're wearing the privacy of your dorm room, who's judge? Yeah. Then we have a soccer montage, so much soccer, so much shirtless You chanting. missed something. We get to the soccer field, and you yep. know who the fucking coach is. <gasps> British guy. Who is it, though? It's Sphinx from Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, okay. No. Yes, Sphinx. Did you guys watch Gallivant? No. Um, no, not yet. You know that I have not yet. No. I know. He's on it, though. That's a good show. If I know you don't like musicals, right, Joe? No, I don't like musicals. Joe, I need you to know, you know one Nicolas Cage movie very, very, very well. I know most of them pretty well. So. I know, but he was in a bunch of other stuff. Sphinx was in a ton of stuff. You would have recognized him from anything. So yeah, he's also the perfect coach in this movie. He is. He's the, he's great for this part, and I, and he talks, which is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. love it. Everybody it seems makes the team except the man who binds the second string. So she's like, I need to get on the first team. I need to beat my team because if you can't join them beat them and so she goes to get a shower yeah and which is oh. which happens very quickly like this was like our big build-up in our guesses yeah but i happens know repeatedly throughout this movie but like right away shower time she's like trying to think about how she can get out of this and that she gets called to the office which the best go ahead my favorite part of this movie david cross as the school's headmaster tobias funke he is playing tobias tobias he he's is like very gender fluid very progressive in, in <laughs> uncomfortable ways I wish he would have had some of the Tobias, like, when Tobias says really but they're just like, you know what I mean? He's like, I just let the, like, whatever. Like, this man got me so hard today or something. Like, yep. you know, like, I wish he would have thrown a few of those in for us. I know it's a kid's movie. We couldn't got away with it. But I was so hoping that he would have done those at double least entendres. One. The double entendres, yes. I really wanted one. Oh, oh, so then we find out. This also sets up another, not necessarily love triangle, but another relationship dynamic. That apparently at one time, Channing Tatum had made Justin Bieber's ex cry on the soccer field. Yes. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, that was you? He was like, yeah, that was me. Like, he's proud of it. Yeah, because we did the whole tape breast stuck in the stuck in the drawer, which was definitely going to happen. We get to them, like, sitting at the table. He says, in the, like... In the cafeteria. Yeah, and he's like, my sister used to date the guy on the other team, and he's like, oh, I made that kid cry before, and everybody laughs about it. And then they start doing some real macho talk about how, like, the hot girl Olivia just broke up with her boyfriend, and she's real vulnerable. She was dating a college guy, too, so she's, yep. like, she's mm-hmm. she's the one. And they're like, in man words, it's time to pounce. And Amanda Bynes like, oh, she looks so sad and vulnerable over there, and scares everybody off. But this also sets up the movie-long relationship where Olivia's going to be in love with Justin Bieber because she thinks Justin Bieber's a guy, yep. not Justine Bieber. He's so sensitive. So he sensitive. Is. A man that really gets me. Then we have another shower scene where she thinks she can finally take a solo shower, but then Channing comes in after the RA comes in, and Melissa, I don't know if you knew this, this is the number one bit of trivia on IMDb. Mm. Channing takes his towel and like whips that guy in the head Yes. actually hit the guy in the eye in real life, so the guy's reaction was legitimate because he like got Ooh. hit in the eye in the face <laughs> with that towel. <laughs> Channing seems like if I had to pick a bro to hit someone with a towel in the face and like actually hurt them 
it will be Channing. He seems yeah. like he has that like towel spank action in a shower in a boys' locker room down real well. I think that that's just like a skill that he inherently has. He just has like the build, the goofy face for it. Like he he looks like that guy. We saw him battle in Seattle. He does a towel whip too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like he just. But if you'd have seen him and you'd have been like, hey, do you think this guy? Like if you were in the shower with this guy, what would happen? He'd be like, you'd be like, fuck, he's gonna spank me with a towel. That's that. that he is that guy. Just yep. reads all over his face. So then Justin Bieber has a dream, and her dream is like it's really a nightmare that she has to play soccer, dress as a debutante, yes, and then slips and falls and misses the ball. Wakes up hazing another shower scene and well they get oatmealed which i thought was incredible that's like a really good hazing i like the hazing with oatmeal at this point of the movie i was sad that channing wasn't getting oatmeal hazed because i thought that then he would have had to strip and take a shower there oh i was was hoping for the oatmeal strip because i was like that's Mm. fucking next level i couldn't even imagine that one the oatmeal strip would have been good yeah no it's just like it's just goopy you know like i like it it's like he had poison ivy, just took an oatmeal shower. But then Justin Bieber sl- sneaks away, pulls the fire alarm in the locker room. Yeah. In the shower. Escapes somehow. the scene. Fire alarm in the shower. Sure, why not? Why not? This is the point where, like, it feels like the walls are closing in on her. That she's like, they know, they know, I thought we were know. busted here. We were, we were getting so close to getting busted. So and I was like, I don't... That's she thinks, too. Yeah. So she calls Paul. She calls Amanda Cruz, Silicon Valley girl. She calls her other friend. And they did this whole elaborate routine at, at a pizzeria, which I think we're... Is that the same pizzeria we're at later, yes. too? Cesario's? They mm-hmm. only they only eat at this place in the whole movie. They're there, like, multiple times. There's only, like, four or five sets in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. The Cesario, I think, is the name of her brother in the play. Oh. Oh. He was in one of the first pages. There we go. So they go there, and basically all these hot girls are coming up to Justin Bieber and being like, oh my god, I love you. And he's like, girl, please. And like, But it's all people that he knows. Away. It's his former friends Yeah. from when Amanda Bynes was a girl on the girls' team. It's like the other girl soccer players. But they come up and they just like pretend like they're very flirtatious, like they're so heartbroken over Justin Bieber now. And then Channing and his friends are watching this, and they're like, damn, dude, we need to befriend that guy. Like, yep. he knows all the hot girls. And then her brother's terrible girlfriend comes up and obviously can't get too close because she's gonna know that it's not that is a blow the cover yeah and so she breaks up with this girl from afar she yells and you're ugly girl runs away crying and then the whole restaurant cheers and i was like what world would we live in if today that happened although she does have a great line in this scene what one of the guys one of channing's friends says to her like tries to hit on her she said, girls with asses like mine do not talk to boys with faces like yours. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, that was aggressive. Whoa. I didn't think we were going to get that in a teen movie either. I was like, damn. And he had a nice face. He wasn't horrible looking. I know. Well, all of them I thought were like pretty decent guys. Like Melissa, as quoted in this movie, she's hot. It's a guy thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> True. But then we find, this is a, we get a, we get a new Channing here that when he gets near Olivia, he doesn't know what to say. Like he's always been these supremely confident aggro bros, which he kind of is in this movie. But at the same time, he, he's like, he's befuddled around her like he doesn't know what to yeah, say he's like tongue-tied around women like he like just can't talk to women at all like that's the shtick it's weird though it's weird to see him not be suave right so yeah. kind of interesting which i wonder if it's gonna come back again or not like this might be like a, a sort of a one-off for channing maybe who knows i don't, I don't know we'll find out but then we go to science class and he still has a crush on her and i think of the lab partners he's partnered with eunice who is melissa's favorite character Oh, I love great. Unit. She's a pretty good character. I do have to admit she's a pretty good character. She has all the best lines. She really does. Really? And 
the best headgear. Yes, true. Channing gets paired up with Eunice. Justin Bieber gets paired up with Olivia, the girl that Channing has a crush on. He's like, put in a good word for me. But all they can do, Justin Bieber and Olivia, connect over how sensitive he is. It's just, it's like, it's this perfect relationship. Well, because it's like two girls girling out. So she's like, finally, like some fucking girl I could talk to. And Olivia's like, oh my God, this is the most sensitive man I've ever met in my life. And it's like, no, it's just a girl. Sorry. And Channing makes the deal, if you hook me up with her, I'll help you out with soccer. I mean, the mind says, yes. And he goes, you're the man. Ah, it's like, you know, she's going to go from second team to first team in like a week. I was like, what is she going to do? Fucking Tanya Harding, the other kid? Ooh, like, what? You- would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, I was like, how do you go from like second squad to first squad in a week? Like, Jesus, like that's really fast. So I'm sure there's varsity players. Yeah, we got more soccer montages. Amanda Bynes into Channing shirtless here. Also, should come as no surprise, Amanda Bynes said while filming, had a crush on Channing Tatum because of course you did. Obviously. How could you not? Duh. How could you not? In this montage, Channing does a soccer dance, which is cool. There, are like Amanda Bynes does like this weird, awkward dance. Then everybody starts dancing. Channing starts dancing. Yes. Perfect. She grinds on the coach a grinds little bit. On the coach. Oh. Yep. Okay. She gets hit, quote, in the nuts, and then has a delayed reaction, like, oh, no, I'm supposed to be... But I feel like anybody who gets hit, like, with a straight line drive soccer ball to the genitals is going to get... is going to feel it. Yeah. yeah, it would still hurt. Yeah, it would definitely still hurt. I did, like, the it burns, and I was like, oh, that's not how that feels at all. Yeah. Uh, and it also, this was the most... I think she does a really bad job playing a boy. This was the funniest to me, because, like, your instant reaction is just fall. Like, that's... Yeah. My that's like every every guy I've ever seen this happen to. His instant reaction is just silence and fall, like just timber. And then like, and she's like, "Ow, it burns a little." Like, yeah. And I thought that was really funny. Then we get another incredible David Cross scene where he sees her fiddling with her wig and comes over and is like, "I know about the wig." And she's like, "No, no, no." And he says, "You've got male pattern baldness. Scoot over, yes, kiddo." And then he has like, a was... real heart to heart with her. He's like. As you can see, I've recently started going through the same thing myself. Yeah, I know. He's Straight like, I've been thinning head. out, thinning out a little bit. <laughs> He's completely bald. I really wanted him in the next scene to get hair. I, I just wanted him to be Tobias so bad. I really did. And he was yep. just so close to it for me. But, like, he wasn't even playing somebody else that's not Tobias. And, like, I just wanted him to get the hair plugs and, like, slowly get more and more hair plugs, like, as the movie went on, right? That didn't happen. You know, he was looking pretty good this week. Like, I think, he like, was. Not, not that I ever think that David Cross is... Like, I don't think of him in terms of attractiveness, but like in terms of attractiveness, I think he's probably the best he's ever looked, maybe, in this movie. The youngest he's ever looked, maybe? Well, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I saw him in Mr. Show in the 90s, and he just sort of... Yeah. He looked a lot younger, but it just had different looks. This was like... I liked his beard. He, you know, he had a, the good shaved head. He's got his position of power. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, I can see why Amber Tamblyn fell in love with him. Exactly. Then we get the scene where Olivia says, Duke, Channing Tatum is not the guy for her. And I was like, well, he is the guy for us, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he is. Then we get to the carnival. Oh, you're skipping the whole spider scene, by the way. Well, the, the spider gets lost. Spider gets lost. They He's do talking to the spider. Yeah, and they do this weird thing where, like, they're, like, just coming together, feeling each other out, and it's, like, this weird, like, boy girl moment right he's like oh yeah like talk to me like i'm a girl or something and like do you like cheese which i also thought you were going to use as an intro (sighs) that i thought that was a really good one 
But then, so they're like doing this weird thing and she's like kind of trying to reveal she could be a girl. And then the spider comes out and they both little girl jump on the bed, right? Like this is my favorite part about this. Like Channing plays the like frightened girl so well right next to Amanda Bynes. Like he's doing such a better job of playing Amanda Bynes than she's doing of playing a guy. And it's just, (laughs) it was awesome. I like that they like, you know, and and she's like, you go kill it. And he's like, no, you go kill it. And they almost kiss. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah. And then Channing freaks out. Agro high school bro doesn't yeah, exactly. kiss boys exactly mm-hmm. then we go to carnival so the carnival's part of this like you know debutante shits the mom wanted her to do this is like there's like six stages to this debutante ball and the carnival's one of them there's a kissing booth which I can't imagine would ever happen like when did like did kissing booths ever happen in real life or is that just always a movie thing this was a thing that I had in my notes I was like I'm convinced that there was never such thing as kissing booths I don't think there was and I don't think that we should be having children doing that because these are high school yeah yeah Yeah, she's like 16 like right like that should be the age that she's supposed to be and there's like an old man up there like with a strap of tickets he's fucking stroking this 30s tickets deep like this is the creepiest shit ever this is like prostituting your daughters this is really really horrible but i don't think kissing booths were ever a real thing now joe you know what i was most excited about in the scene did you notice there's a clothing detail what oh yeah when he walks Channing in wearing a ducati jacket yes i did notice it and i mentioned it and he later rides a ducati too super cross all over again yeah he must really like motorcycles right like didn't we like learn that he like hacks that actually like motorcycles i you yeah, know i think i think he does i think we learned that yeah i think we did too i thought it was like a channing fact well, i know that keanu reeves loves motorcycles i know because he had he did he made his own motorcycle company yeah yeah but channing like really rode motorcycles because like this is like now the what third time we've seen him on a motorcycle in like five six movies so what i was glad about in this movie is that they don't have a fake mustache because this could have been such an obvious joke here where she's switching costumes back and forth that she's all of a sudden her Herself with the mustache on and it's like oh yes. no so wait so the premise of this is they go to the carnival the brother's supposed to be there she's supposed to be there so amanda Bynes is like obviously we're gonna get the classic i have to play two guys at once and change costumes that's what this is but she does it three times and every time is like better than the last time what do you mean like every time is like more wacky yeah like she changes in the bath in like the porta potty yes which is you know fine that's whatever then she changes on the tilt-a-whirl on the teacups yeah i was like yeah what whatever fuck? that is yeah in like next to a little girl <laughs> and her like sideburn of her eyebrow is stuck in that poor little girl's face at the end yeah she's yeah. like just like, stay so in good. school and she does it again somewhere when she's in the bounce house she does it in the bounce house yeah but it reminded me of a funnier dive video from like four or five years ago that starred nick kroll called thanksgivica do you remember this either of you no i don't remember this but it sounds something like i would love so go ahead it was where nick kroll was basically the situation where he had to be in two places at once and he's having a thanksgiving dinner and also having hanukkah and like hanukkah was out in his garage and thanksgiving was in the dining room he's like i just don't know what to do and it's like the same like just making fun of i have to be in two places at the same time and i can't do it the stereotypical yeah Yeah. like Mm -hmm. movie with two places at the same time yeah and he shows up to like the thanksgiving dinner wearing the yarmulke He's like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, so just making fun of that. So that reminded me of that. They don't do any of the obvious jokes. Like, nothing really goes disastrously wrong here, which is, I think, good. Like, this movie could have rested on a lot of different cliches, but it doesn't. I'm not saying it's a smart movie, but it's it's not nearly as dumb as it could have been. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, then we have the ch- we have the the kissing booth, and Channing's waiting online long, long, long to kiss Olivia, the girl he has a crush on. Yes, the blonde girl who's a fucking taps her angel. Out 
Kiss is chanting for a long time, think like, oh, that's the beginning of something. Channing and her ex-boyfriend get into a fight there. This is fight number one, I think, right? This is the first fight. Yeah, he pushes mm-hmm. him over the popcorn cart. Then that's when, after this all happens, they go back down to the, uh, we go back to the dorm room, and he's got the tampon on his nose, because, like, you know, he's learning from his surroundings. Yeah, and, and Amanda Bynes has to pretend like she doesn't know what happened. And so she's like, oh, wait, why do you have the bloody nose? And he's like, I got into a fight with uh, your sister's ex-boyfriend because I was kissing your sister. Like, I'm sorry. And then she's like, oh, kiss her as hard as you want <laughs> all the time. And he's like, really? Okay, that's weird, but sure. Yeah, they're having, like, pillow talk about who Channing should bang. And the options are either, like, Olivia or the sister, right? Or Amanda Who's Bynes. her? Yeah. yeah. Who's yeah. her? And yeah. he, she's like, mm, well, just, you know, kiss my sister a lot. And then Amanda Bynes pivots back to that same type of reaction she always has in this movie, or I should call it Justin Bieber because she's yeah, Justin Bieber right, right now. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, banging girls or whatever. And Channing gets real upset. And this way, I use the quote that I did. He's like, why do you always do that? Why do you always talk about girls in such graphic detail or in, su- in such graphic terms? You've got issues. And she's like, oh, you're really a sensitive guy, aren't you? And he's like, no, I'm not. So, <laughs> if this was boyfriend material, I would definitely pick that as the most boyfriend material moment. Oh, absolutely. Of the, of the movie, for sure. And he's like, I want to just talk about serious stuff like we're talking about now. Like, he just wants, like, a, he's a sort of natural talking to, to Amanda Bynes, to Justin Bieber, but he can't talk to Olivia. He's just tongue-tied around her. I don't know, man. I know people have this problem. Not going to say any names of people that we know. I know people that have this problem with, they, like, they can't talk to girls. And I'm like, well, just do it. But I word vomit, so, like, I can't relate to this at all. Like, I just, yeah. well, I'm, I'm an overshare, so. Step number one, get an iPhone. (laughs) I'm glad you knew what I was talking about. (laughs) Yep, exactly. I'm just just guessing here. Get an iPhone, and then it's really easy just to word vomit to girls, because they respond to blue text bubbles. Then we get another soccer montage where he's teaching her how to do, like, bicycle kicks. She makes the first string team. By the way, why did did everyone need to learn how to do a bicycle? Like, why why was the bicycle kick the, like, the moment that she joins the first string? Because I feel like there's only so many times that you could watch people dribble or, like, juggle (laughs) off their knees and, like, just run around fair before you're like i need one other soccer thing and they're like can you either of you do a bicycle kick and they're like well if you give us 40 tries we could probably get one down so yeah and she comes uh, the, the coach comes up to her at the gym it's like you're on the first string team she gives channing a hug that lasts way too long like way ropes long. him all the way down his back <laughs> yeah and then this is where love triangle comes into full effect yes because olivia who has a crush on sebastian on justin bieber is trying to make him jealous by yes. going after Channing because earlier in the movie Justin Bieber said you should go after Channing because that was part of their deal that it's was all part a of twist. It's, a, it's a twisted web that they're weaving but it's it's a love parallelogram because it's like they're both in love with the same person that's in love with the other same person yep very confusing talking about it but when I'm watching it it's not confusing they're in the gym and she's like you know what I'm gonna do go make him jealous so she comes up and just like starts like getting close to Channing she's like how many times could you? What does she say? She says like thrust me or something. Like, oh no! How many, how, 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 many, how many reps? Yeah, how many reps could you do yeah. on me? Yeah, how many reps could you do on me? And he's like, and uh, forty. <laughs> rightfully so. And this was post the conversation where uh, Justin Bieber's like, "Hey, you should call my sister and hang out with her." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that." And then like another hot girl walks up, which is which is probably the most realistic part of the movie. Yeah. Like he's like sitting there like, "Yeah, I really like this other girl." And then like the first girl walks up and she's like, "Hey, I like you now." And he's like, "Cool." And just totally forgot about the other one. Like in, in seconds, just brain Even though flipped. Amanda Bynes calls as herself. Yeah. On the cell phone in there, and like he hangs up on her. She's like, "Oh, I got plans. Sorry, bye." No, he says, "I have to change my feet." 
That's what he says. That's I have to my, change my feet. Yeah, I have to change my feet, and he hangs up on her. And so they make plans to go to Cesario's. Amanda Bynes runs outside and is just like, Olivia, don't do this. He's not the right guy for you. And Olivia, eating this up because she wants to be with Justin Bieber. Yes. And is like, well, you should just show up at uh, to just keep an eye on us. I'm sure Eunice is around. Yeah. Eunice running by the track stops. She's like, I am so available. Then we have a, the world's best double date at Cesario's. Yeah, and it's just, like, very awkward. Like, Channing and Olivia are there, not friendly or talking at all until, like... It's just awkward. Yeah, until Justin Bieber... He asks her about cheese, right? He eventually does, I think. Yeah, oh, no, he does, he does. He asks her about cheese. Then Justin Bieber shows up, and she's like, oh, you're, like, the best man ever, Channing. And he's like, when the fuck did you say that? And it's, like, very confusing. Justin Bieber's like, I'm out. I'm sick of this shit. And then she's like, I'm out, too. Bye. Like, it was clearly, like, just to fuck with... Justin Bieber. Yeah, well, what's interesting is that all three of the people at the table are, like, in love with Justin Bieber. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Shannon Tatum is in love with her... Or with, As a with, girl. But doesn't really know it, and is, like, also, like, thankful that she's there... Olivia's in love with her as a boy, and Eunice is just happy to be included. You know what I mean? No, I think Eunice is probably in love with her as a as a boy too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody loves Justin Bieber. We get my favorite line in the movie. It's not, okay. like, it's not the funniest line, but it's the line delivery that is perfect. It's Channing's friends, Toby, who's Brandon J. McLaren, who is in Graceland. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's a really oh, good yes. actor. Okay, got uh, it. The guy with the dreads. I remember He's still now. around. He's talking to his friend and says. How come when I wanted to ask Eunice out, everybody made fun of me, but then Sebastian likes her and suddenly she's cool? Screw you guys, I hate high school. And I was like, yep. that is, like, his delivery of that is so fun. Like, I laughed out loud so hard for so long. I was like, that is perfect. It's pretty like, good. Eunice is like this desired hottie, and all he wants is to date her. Now that Sebastian's with her, she's apparently fair game. And then, happy ending, he winds up with Eunice. So, he does. That's cute. He does. It is very cute. I mean, that happens. That's another realistic part of the movie. Like, some girl, everybody's like, she's ugly, and then, like, some random hot guy dates her, and everybody's like, damn, she looks really good. And it's like, no, you guys are just yep. following along with popularity, but sure. And then, before the scene ends, we get Channing using his small talk that he learned from Amanda Bynes. Do you like cheese? And Melissa, Again, I will let you say... Again, the second time. Only one he knows. Good thing you practice. It's my favorite animal byproduct. More than almost any other animal byproduct. <laughs> yeah. Good answer, Eunice. Which is wonderful. It is good. Oh, we skipped her line at the carnival that I love. Oh, yeah, what yeah, yeah. It? Say that. Go ahead. She's um, she's at the carnival. They're like The camera just like is panning around her, and she's doing um like a crystal ball reading oh, for yes, a yes, little yes. girl. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know. I remember. I see kittens gasping for air. <laughs> this poor little girl like, runs away crying. <laughs> wonderful. She's so horrible and wonderful. Then we have, we go to the uh, debutante ball, and this is where... No, this is a, this is like the tea party. This is part two yeah, of the, the oh, 16 right, yeah, parts yeah. of the debutante ball. Part two of the debutante, debutante ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have a tea party that ha- that serves drumsticks yeah. somehow. Because remember, chew like you have a secret. Yeah, so, you know, we get the, we get the scene where now Olivia meets Amanda Bynes as a, as a girl. She's, like, just mean-mugging the shit out of Olivia, because Olivia, she thinks likes Channing, but she doesn't. Olivia says that she actually has a crush on Sebastian. In the she's bathroom, she's going to kiss him yes. so passionately that even the people he hates will feel pleasure. And I was like, whoa, Yeah, the, whoa. the use of the word pleasure was, like, a little bit yes. too aggressive <laughs> in that sentence. Yes. Yeah, so I, th- I, f- I felt icky about it, too. And then she gets into a fight with Sebastian's ex-girlfriend, who's still not accepting the fact that, that she's his up. ex. 
But she was right, because they weren't broken up, so sure. Right. Even though he did leave her a voicemail, like, we had to talk, and she just didn't get it. Yet. They get into but... a really intense fight, too. That was like a... Cat fight! Not a very fight. ladylike fight. There was lots of punches and smashing of And heads, I think what's right? really good about this movie is that, like, it shows that, like, girls can do anything boys can do, including... They can. ...beat the shit yeah. out of each other in a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very aggressively. Yeah, I agree. Then we get another quick little aside where Amanda Bynes is walking on the phone, talking with her in her normal voice to her mom about picking out a dress and, like, how she does doesn't want to wear high heels. Guys invented high heels because it makes girls' butts look small, which I realized dates this movie because we are now back in full big butt mode. You know what I mean? Like, that's not... Yeah. But also, it's difficult to escape David Cross's life. And then Malcolm, like, the RA or whatever, who's been suspicious this whole time. Well, because he also loves Olivia. He's part of the bizarre, you know, pentagram of love triangle. He's trying to convince David Cross, like, I think there's something up with this boy and then david cross is like have you ever tried to escape in high heels just again gender fluidity wonderfully progressive yeah Mm -hmm. i loved it i was like damn good save on that this is where shit hits the fan because this is another member of the love pentagon pentagram real sebastian comes back from london early he comes back early and tries to like sneak into his school and as he gets out of the taxi olivia like has been gearing herself up so long she's like i'm just gonna go make out with sebastian the first time i see him thinking it's justin bieber turns out it's the real sebastian yeah runs down just like face rapes the real sebastian does not stop to like look to make sure it's the right guy just she just was on it kisses him gets in the cab that he got out of and leaves and he delivers the best line my favorite line of this movie and i said it to rachel right before he said it which is i'm really gonna like this school like because that would have been my first reaction like you gotta have a taxi some girl like some really beautiful girl comes up face rapes you and it's like i'll see you tomorrow sebastian and he's like runs into a cab and goes away you'd be like oh shit i was meant to be here like i wouldn't have even tried to figure it out i would just been like today was the best day ever you know what i mean like but like i knew one day this would happen and channing sees this and he is so hurt he's so he sees it from the window he's livid and so amanda Bynes, as sebastian runs or goes into his room doesn't understand why he's so upset there's a real like breakdown of communication she's about to confess but even, like, she's still not she's still not sure, like, what's actually going on. Yeah, because he's, like, saying something weird. It, like, doesn't make sense. It's not like, I know you're a girl. It's like, you backstab me. And he's like, yeah. what? She's like, when? Like, what the fuck? We get a verbal fight into a physical fight with Channing just furious. He, like, throws her into the door. I think Channing is one of the best at doing this, like, I'm so enraged, I'm about to fight someone acting. Yeah. He's, like, really good at it. Well, remember in uh, A Guy Directly Your Saints that he in the moment just threw that chair through the glass door yes i think he has some, he has some yeah. deep rage for sure yeah and then malcolm starts to investigate finds channing shirtless again like amanda Bynes leaves malcolm almost immediately knocks on the door and channing has his shirt off like he gets so upset yep. that like he took his shirt off like i can't do anything else like i have to become shirtless <laughs> it's too hot right here yeah and this is where Malcolm and Monique, uh, Sebastian's ex, become fast friends because they both know something's fishy here. They're both they're both after different things. They're both after people that have no interest in them romantically, but they're both after the same kind of thing. And they team up here to take down Sebastian Viola. Yes. Then we have the big soccer match versus Cornwell. Yeah. So then we get there. We finally get to the soccer match because of the whole kickout situation. Yeah. Justin Bieber had to go sleep in Eunice's room. Who does not wake him up? Doesn't wake doesn't her up. Wake him up for the game everybody comes and tries to wake up the real sebastian for the soccer game but he doesn't know he's playing soccer but again living that hashtag blessed life where just like beautiful girls are like here let me come do your makeup and stuff and just like i yeah i could get used to this yeah he like walks on the soccer field and everybody's like sebastian lit you're here and then yeah but b- b- but what soccer team does 
pre-game face paint. I don't know. Does that not seem, like, dangerous? Like, it's not, like, a good thing to have? Also, what high school cheer team is that skimpy attire? Rachel said that. She's like, no high school cheer team would be that scandalous. Yeah. They were very exposed. Yeah. But their shins were covered, you guys. Their shins were covered. true. Were they? Yeah, they had, like, weird shorts. Yeah, short shorts, high socks. So it was like a a Hooters uniform, essentially? Okay, makes sense. And we will get there shortly. They're not even close to the most exposed, because we will get Sebastian showing his dick and Amanda Bynes flashing her boobs before too long. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got Sebastian showing his dick? Yeah. I missed that part. I just yeah. totally glanced over it. Well, okay. because... So what happens is that he plays the first half, Amanda Bynes shows up, they, they swap Yeah, he sucks at soccer. He's play, I, By the way, I love that he's playing, like, four-year-old soccer. He, like, stop, pass, right? Like, he does, like, the full, like, both knees stop, pass, <laughs> you know? That's when David Cross and Malcolm and, uh, what's-her-face, Monique, come onto the field. They're like, we need to talk about Sebastian. Yeah, we're going to expose this person. They're like, Sebastian, like, David Cross picks up the megaphone's like, Sebastian's a girl. He's like, no, I'm not. And then he takes down his pants and shows everybody his dick. And oh, I missed the, that part. his dad in the crowd, parents back together, soccer bring this, unbreaking yeah. this marriage. The dad is like, that's my boy. Like, looking at his son's dick was like, look at that big dick. That's my son. Like, that is yes. crazy. Yeah crazy it's pretty bonkers i agree i do want to say we have not mentioned face paint channing here in a soccer outfit with the face paint looking pretty badass yeah it's pretty pretty dope yeah, i thought they were gonna use the face paint to just to just swap people back in too which i thought that was what the convention was gonna be like oh but no no it's so just like, yeah. hard to recognize them in face paint like you can't tell them apart at all but no they didn't they just skipped that whole part yeah somehow what they're like coming back at the half she pulls him aside and is like amanda Bynes let me explain like, you what happened real quick like i've been yeah. you so let I me give you the tilter let me give you the tilter on this he's like oh that's why that girl kissed me and she's like what girl he's like that girl and, and she's like oh shit the bleachers with like hundreds of people and she's like oh olivia i got it you know everything's figured out and she's like now just take how she he fit into her soccer shoes well because they they set up early in the movie that i think she just wears a lot of his clothes because like she was wearing his hat i think she's worn his shirts before i think like he's she's how does he fit into her he fits into her clothes i well Well, because i think she's wearing his clothes no but he didn't play soccer at all oh oh well because he she's got the chest wrap on like she's trying to like be like a bigger frame yeah but like shoes like foot size wise like even if you're twins movie magic movie magic sure so there she's like just give me all these clothes back and they just like switch second half she's on the field as sebastian again once again yeah and and then he's now hiding under the bleachers she starts killing it she's like actually good channing with a brilliant bicycle goal yes he does the first bicycle kick goal leading to the shirtless stripping celebration yes then he does that and then they have to tie it up right because this has to get like they can't just win on one goal when Channing scores he's supposed to like pass to her but like he scores he's so pissed at her for kissing the girl that he likes Justin Bieber yeah Justin Bieber even though Amanda Bynes didn't that was actual Sebastian he like doesn't kick to her doesn't get to Justin Bieber and the other team gets us gets a quick goal and so on the field the worst time but also I guess the time it has to be Amanda Bynes is like wait 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 I have to confess something to all of you game basically stops entire team comes around this is now the third time we stopped the game yeah this is also the first game of the season. Like, in terms of theatrics, the rest of the season is going to be a major disappointment compared to this first game. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad they did it when everybody was there and it's not like the sixth game of the season or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. some random one. So they stop the thing and she's like, nope, I'm a guy. And I was just, 
thinking the whole time, like, how much fucking extra time is this game going to have? <laughs> like, they've done so much shit. Like, I've just been watching the World Cup. Like, this has to be, like, 35 minutes of extra Plus time. Plus 35 minutes, yeah. We yeah. should play another half. Yeah, exactly. Because they're like, okay. So she's like, yeah, I'm a girl. And they're like, okay, we're going to, like, let you play as a girl. And the other coach is like, nope, you can't do it. And then Sphinx just rips the rule book in front of him. It's like, fuck you. And yeah. just, like, drops the rule book. And they're like, okay, I guess they're going to play with a girl then. Well, one thing I did, there's two, there's two things we skipped. Well, one thing we skipped and one thing I want to say. So one thing we skipped what? is that there's a bench-clearing brawl because Channing and the ex-boyfriend are getting into it on the field. Yes. And there's a bench-clearing brawl and Sphinx, like, holds him apart. Meanwhile, David Cross is yelling, like, if you guys want to fight, please take it 500 yards away from the school. Like, get it off school yeah. property. <laughs> and what is that? What does Sphinx say? He says he basically intimidates the sh- Like, he is... He says, if you guys want to box, yeah. go box. If you want to play soccer, we're going to play soccer, football. Yep. And then he's like, I feel like I'm dealing with a bunch of girls. Very poignant, right? Yeah. Very poignant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you recognize, Joe, what? who the ex-boyfriend was? No. Who is it? I want to I wanna make sure here he's from Step Up. He is? Ooh. He's probably one of the stand-ins. Oh, like, wait. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He's going to be in Step Up 2. Okay. Okay. I think he might be... He's the male lead in Step Up 2. Oh. oh. But there's the one thing that after they score the goal, he, like, runs up the goalpost and does a backflip off. I'm like, there's the Step Up moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Channing scores that first goal and he, like, runs into the goal? No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, after his team scores the goal, he, like, runs up the, the post and, like, does a backflip off in celebration. Oh, okay. So then Amanda Bynes comes clean everybody. They're like... And Channing's like, how do I know you're actually a girl? Like, how do I know this isn't a trick? That's when she flashes him. And yeah, then whoa. They rip Aggressive, by the way. That I was not expecting that. Like I thought she could have like done like a like kisses him or uh, that's that was like the tame version that I was thinking was gonna happen. She's gonna be like, how do you know? And then just like make out with him, right? Because like that's yep. and she's just like, no tits. That's how you're gonna know. And everybody's yep. like, whoa, okay. The dad after she does this not doesn't say something about like, hey, where do we go wrong in that both of our children are flashing <laughs> hundreds of people? Says, is it just me or does the soccer game have more nudity than most? Yeah. Yeah, he was really chill about it. Very progressive dad, I guess. The coach tears up the rule because we said, he says, we don't discriminate based on gender, wants her to play, gets her in there, flowing long hair. She, which she doesn't even ponytail, and that would be fucking annoying. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way she'd play. That's not really. Yeah. Anything you do, like, I let my hair grow out, and if I drive with the windows down, I, like, ponytail it up. It's so small. They could have done it. Yeah, she, she could have had a hair tie somewhere, man. This is like... She had a fucking wig on. Like, she could have done anything. Okay. So then, just like every good World Cup game ends in penalty kicks, or ends in a penalty kick. A penalty kick. She gets hauled down in the in the box. Yep. So she has to, you know, do that penalty. Do that soccer. Okay. Do that soccer. Kicks it. He saves it. Channing heads it. And then, of course, she knew it was coming. She bicycle kicks it. To win the game. Yep, because he taught her how to do that. Yeah, it was so perfect. It was like, I wrote this movie. This is where we wrap up things in a hurry. Eunice and Toby are together. We get lots of making out immediately. Like, the game ends and there's lots of making out. My problem here is there is zero reason why Olivia would like the actual Sebastian. No, she, she read his lyrics. lyrics. She read his yeah. lyrics. So she likes a poem and she's like, okay, I'm I'm dating this guy now? You were never a high school girl. Yeah. Oh, I did write down that only a high school dumb. girl would be impressed by a high school boy's lyrics. Exactly. See, that was it. That's all, he, all she needed. But I still wasn't into that. Okay, well, that's you. That's fair. Yeah. I can definitely see it. I can definitely see a girl being like... I read his one song, and it was so beautiful, I knew he was for me. But the relationship that we're clamoring for, Duke and Viola, Channing and Amanda Bynes, 
he feels betrayed. It's not it's not yet. Spoiler alert, we're gonna get there. But right now, no. No, we need another two minutes. That's it. Yes. Okay. But he's still roommates with Sebastian. Like I would have thought that like after being betrayed by this girl, he would have been like, Hey, Malcolm, let's get these rooms switched around. But no. No. She's still there. He's still there. He delivers Her brother's still there. Yeah. A wheel of Gouda cheese and an invitation to the debutante ball. Yeah, and it says, Do you like cheese? And then it's, it, that's like $700 worth of cheese, by the way. That's a huge block of wheel of cheese. And and her brother carries it in so nonchalantly. That thing would have been like 45 pounds. Like, it would have been like aggressively heavy. Yeah. So. Well, they're all athletes. They're all strong. I guess. No, he's a musician. That's what does the whole thing. True, but he played, he played a half of soccer. He's pretty, he's pretty strong. Okay. She's like out on like a golf course or something and just like, in. it sort of feels like a horror movie or like a teen movie. It's one or the other. It's like... It's a very spooky, but also kind of romantic scene. I was so hoping that that guy was just going to murder her and it was going to end in, a, in like a, as, a, as a horror film. And I was like, this would have been epic. Like, if, if that guy just comes out and is like, I'm the strangler, and just like snatched her up, I would have been yeah. so much happier with the end of this movie. Well, that's what it's leading you to, to believe. Yeah. He's like, I just got to turn on the sprinkler. She's like, oh, fine. Turns around, chatting there, looking Chatting in a tux. Scene looking dapper as fuck longing for her yeah and they do the whole like how about you don't be a girl again or how about you don't be a boy again well yeah she says everything you told me when i was a guy made me like you so much more as a girl he says okay but from here on in everything would be a lot easier if you stayed a girl she's like ha 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 i will for you i will yeah they all have the debutante ball and then apparently she's like permanently on the team like she transfers to this high school and is on their team i guess i guess or she, yeah, like, just gets to play for their team or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But that's really awkward, because they're about to break up in, like, a week and a half. And that's yep. going to be really fucking strange. And then he's going to be living with her brother, and she's going to be on the soccer team. But, yeah, everything ends well. Uh, he shows up. They, like, make out when she gets announced at the debutante ball, because Paul was going to be with her, but now he's not, because Channing's yep. there. They make out, and movie's over. That's it. Yeah. That's everything, right? Like, yeah. Any other notes about the movie before I do some trivia, then we move on to other segments? I have something to say. Okay. And I was saying, yesterday, we're recording the day after the 4th of July. So yesterday yep. was 4th of July, and I made an America Movies playlist. And one of the movies okay. I watched was Top Gun. And we were talking about Top Gun, and yep. I was explaining the Tarantino theory on it, that it's a very homoerotic movie. Is that a Tarantino theory? He says it in another movie. Tarantino does do the whole, like, I mean, like, I don't know, I don't know if he originated it, I doubt it, but he talks, like, he lays out the whole, like, the whole homoeroticism of it, and the movie's about, is Tom Cruise gay or not? You know, it's oh, not about... a movie called Sleep With Me, which I've never seen, where he's an yes. actor. Okay. Yeah, he's an actor, and he, he like, spills the line in the movie, like, that's his, like, pitch, you know, like he does in okay. most movies. It's about how Top Gun's the greatest script ever written, and it's about, is Tom Cruise gay or not? We were talking about this, and we were, like, you know, pointing out all the things as we were watching Top Gun, and I couldn't help but think about the same thing here, because Channing is almost attracted to Justin Bieber in this movie. And Channing can't really figure out if he likes Justin Bieber or not. Yep. You know, and they're in this bizarre love triangle, and the girl, like, is, like, flirting with lesbianism, right? Because she likes the the softness of a woman and like when she smiles and stuff like that and it was just like this weird i watched it from this weird homoerotic perspective because of top gun yesterday and it was just a very interesting movie for me well sex- sexuality is a spectrum there's the kinsey scale and stop being weird <laughs> sexuality is just a spectrum you can really do whatever you want yeah love is love man no true yeah I, I don't give a fuck but i was just saying like i was i was watching through it and i was like oh man like the like chanting being shirtless and like yep 
them being bros, but then Channing being like, why do you have to disrespect women? You know what I mean? Like, it was just like a lot of different things. And I was, uh, it was, it was an interesting movie that, from that perspective. I, I'm glad that I watch it in this order because it made it way more interesting for me. Yeah. One thing about the movie that is reminiscent of Coach Carter is that before shooting the film, Amanda Bynes could not play soccer at all, but she did most of her own stunts in this. Ooh. So just like Channing learned to play basketball, Ooh. Amanda Bynes learned to play soccer for this movie. That's pretty cool. I think you get by pretty quick if you, like, practice a little bit of soccer. You know what I sure. mean? Like, a, a really beautiful pass to you, like, you can kick it. You know, so. Sure. Uh, something that we talked about on the Supercross episode, I think, we referenced another movie called Motocross, which is Disney Channel original movie. I love it. You that know movie. we love those DCOMs here. Yep. That also is based on The Twelfth Night. And that also was sort of inspiration for this, because it's set in high school teenagers using a sport as a catalyst for the plot, um, having Viola disguise herself as a twin brother, having Duke provide lessons in exchange for help with courting Olivia, perceived weakness of femininity, and into becoming strong sport of women. So it's apparently the same exact movie, but just super Shakespeare lends himself to teen movies, I guess, apparently. Okay. Mm -hmm. The other thought that I had was, do you think that Amanda Bynes playing second fiddle to two blondes had anything to do with her meltdown and the choice of a very blonde wig when she had a meltdown? I don't think so. I think she's probably just looking for a change of pace, but maybe. Maybe. Because, like, think, Channing clearly likes the blonde better, right? She even had a crush on Channing in the movie, you said. When she had a meltdown. That's true. How long before her her breakdown was this movie? I don't know. Like, five or six years ago? Yeah, so this doesn't really have anything. That was, like, 2012. That's enough to steep on it, though. You know what I mean? It's, like, the catalyst, you know, like, the very start of it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I thought about this. Yeah, I think you might be right then. Yeah, I guess. And and when she did have the meltdown, what did she do? She put on a platinum blonde wig. One thing that's really sad, and this also might actually contribute to feelings of self-inadequacy, was that, according to IMDb, when she was was dressed up as Sebastian, the yes. crew was, like, much more friendly and open with her, but then when she was dressed See? as herself, she was, like, really, like, reclusive and, like, didn't really t- talk to anybody, so, like, that's gotta oh. fuck with you a little bit. That's just weird, though. That's just, like, weird in general, but okay. Yeah. They knew what was happening. Yeah. Didn't the crew not know what was happening in the movie? I, I don't know. Yeah. It was so strange. Don't know. Those were good trivias, though. I liked it. Yeah, it's good trivia. Uh, we have a male bag here. We have an email address like I was saying at the top, magicmikes.cageclub.me Email us. There's no mail today, which is a, a rarity, but we have like a real-life email in the form of Melissa here on the whole which episode. Which I'm very so like thankful a, for. It's like an episode-long email. It is. Yeah. She just like wrote along as she was listening. It's perfect. I love it. So here is a little uh, tidbit of sorts. Not tidbit, but like a little pro tip or whatever. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, if not shortly after, we will have a sign-up form on cageclub.me for a free monthly Cage Club newsletter. So I'm in the process of getting that all together now. If you don't want to just send emails, if you want to get emails... There's like a little update, and they're fucking glorious. Joey's really good at these. I They always make me laugh. I mean, I don't know if they'll be the same one that I get, but I doubt it, but they'll be, I'm gonna probably pay, I'm be gonna similar. That. Yeah. yeah, they're going to be similar, so, like, they're good. They're a lot of fun. Well, like, they're you. not Will any... there be a lot of parentheses, Joe? Oh, yeah, of course there are a lot of parentheses. Do you, have you gotten parentheses? the emails, Melissa? Do you oh, get she's those? BCC'd on all of them. That's a, okay, a cool. real yeah. tip. Yeah. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. But yeah, so go to cageclub.me slash newsletter. There might be a form there, but it's just going to be a free monthly newsletter, the first of the month every month if you... Because, I mean, we put out more than one episode on per day on average. Like in Ooh. June, there were 30 days, we put out 31 episodes. So no one except for me, I don't think, listens to all of them. So if you want like a monthly digest, if you want to know about new shows, if you want to know about cool stuff that's going on... Just us. Just us in general. There's like, like a lot of like fun stuff, usually about Joey and I, that like what nonsense we're up to and stuff. So yeah. Cageclub.me slash newsletter okay google game oh we're gonna google she's the man channing tatum 
I got the first one. So I searched GIF, so that doesn't count. But there mm-hmm. are one, two, three... I'm, there's going to be four that we're going to go for. The ones that we're not going to guess are Trailer. Okay. And Amanda Four Bynes. Movies. Oh, fuck, I was going to say Amanda Bynes. God damn it. I was going to oh, say it. That doesn't that really, my, I mean, but that's... that's I know, but that was my first one, though. Okay. Scenes and quotes. So there's four other ones that I want you to try to guess. And Melissa, Fight. you know this played. If we're Googling, yeah. she's the man, she Channing Tatum, what are the autocompletes for this search? Fight. No. Age. Number one. No way. Did you cheat? No. I mean, I had this thought to myself. He's so thin and like waif-like and there's not much muscle. Waif? Damn it. Waif? Oh, sorry. Waif. Waif? Yeah. Okay. Mike and I were watching um, Ghost Rider the other day for Case Over Visited and the main bad guy in that is Wes Bentley. And he was like, oh, Wes Bentley from whatever. I was like, excuse me, sir. Wes Bentley from We Are Your Friends. Thank you very much. Yeah. Duh. Where he plays James. Okay. Age number one. We still need two, three, and like eight-ish. Shirtless? No. Um, we said you can't say gif, right? Correct. Hair? No. Tampon? Number two. Oh, oh shit. I have no more, though. That's no. We need number Dude, three and number good. eight. Number good. three is something that Let's I see. essentially searched for. And then number eight is sort of a broad kind of generic thing. Like soccer. Yep, that's number eight. Cool. Number three is a very specific thing that I may or may not have posted in our chat before we started going. Phone, cell phone. Phone. Cell phone? Number wow. three, because there's a glorious scene where he, like, <laughs> so triumphantly, like, really trying to be really cool about it, like, flips open his flip-top phone and, like, l- casually leans against the bench press machine to take a Which call from awesome. Amanda Bynes. Yeah, that's really awesome. Wonderful. So that was it. So that was pretty good. Melissa. We did good. Crushing you. Yeah, Melissa did great. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. Now it's time for the trailer game. How did she just, like, YouTube. I want to know how she just inherently knew, like, when to ask age. Well, because That's the thing I can't pin down. Your whole big thing on every Zack Attack for months was age, age, Because I was trying age. to hit the point when women were like, what is, like, what do they need to look like? <laughs> how young do they need to look that women are like, I might be creeped out. I might creep myself out. Because, like, as a guy, sometimes I care, sometimes I don't. So. I get it. So she's the man trailer. This one posted by Paramount Movies four years ago has 1.2 million views on YouTube. Damn, that's a lot of views. I put it in the like, Discord chat. If you guys want to I'm click play, it I'm opening it and up. let it buffer, like pause yeah. immediately and press, and then you know let yeah, it buffer. Okay. I'm ready. Um, he looks like he's still loading, but it looks like he has some buffer down. Oh wait, shit. Okay. Sorry. Hold on. Let me go back a little bit. And I'm ready whenever you are. All right. Three, two, one, play. DreamWorks. Lakeshore. Okay, it's, it's the dinner. Yeah, deb- no, it's, it's the debutante, um, it's the tea party. Yep, she, yeah. like she doesn't have a secret. She just wants to play soccer, look at her mom's with their debutante dresses. Yeah. Oh, this scene was great, when she has the England hat on, and he's like, England? And she's like, where? London, England? <laughs> and she's like, wearing the hat that has an English flag on her head. Yep. Amanda Bynes was really cute back in the day, too. She's got a lot of baby fat on her face, too. Like she's, like, very babyish at points in this movie. She's cute, though. She's always really cute. I wonder what her age is. I don't know. There's Sphinx. There's his uh, somersault throw-in. Yes. A really skimpy Those outfits. Skimpy! Cheerleaders. <laughs> These? Oh, she said, the, she said the line. Girls with asses like mine. That was you, dude. Wow. Channing shirtless in the trailer. Her shirt this is really uh, like a greatest hits of this. Oh, her shaving, David Cross there. Yeah. Oh, that's the hit in the face of the real. Yep. Oh, she's Duke. Ducati jacket. Olivia. Ducati jacket. Oh, he's wearing a Ducati jacket. His name is Duke. 
coincidence. I didn't, yeah, I didn't connect that until you just said it either. Silicon Valley Girl dresses like a skanky teenager was pretty cool, too. We've got crazy things going on with fonts here. Names and fonts and names yeah, and fonts. Yeah, they, 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 did, they did change a lot of fonts, and I didn't like it. Duke. things are changing. Duke, who thinks she's a guy. This I know you don't listen with sound, Joey, and this one's really good. Doofus. Punch, punch, girls, punch. A lot of wow. fighting. Wow. Sexual kissing. tension. Tarantula. Oh. Homophobia, dick exposed. More nudity that dude, this trailer gives away everything. Yep. This one wow. trailers. Don't spoil she's the man. Yeah. The secret is I'm glad I didn't watch this trailer either. Oh, in the opening montage or the opening credits, it felt like she and her boyfriend were like slurring. Oh. I was just like, are they like supposed to be like fucked up or not? I don't know. It was very strange. Drunk on the beach. Crotch shot, fake crotch shot. Yep. I thought that the blonde girl, his ex-girlfriend, was the fuck. Um, on Kimmy Schmidt. I thought that it was Kimmy Schmidt. Oh no. For like a while, like like when they first like you know like when you see her face just like kind of flashing back and forth, I thought that it was gonna be Kimmy Schmidt. Gotcha. And I was like, well, she was probably way too young at this point too, you know. I wouldn't say way too young, probably probably a little too young. No, just because they always cast like adults as teenagers, so like she would have been an actual teenager. Ellie Kemper born in 1980, so she would have been 25, 26 here. Oh damn, I didn't know she's that old. Okay. Channing Tatum born in 1980. Yeah. Same age. Amanda Bynes born in 86. So she was basically almost high school age, like just over high school age. Yeah. yeah. So she was working there. Okay. Next game is the, or next segment is the dancing shirtless fight and stripping game. I want to see how so good first, I did. So first, to review last week's guesses, we'll start with Mike, who's not here. Go Shout ahead. out Resident Story, Mike Manzi. Take a drink. As long as you're not pregnant. Melissa, are you trying to announce something tonight? No, I was just no, saying, no. you know, because okay. he's, he's an outspoken advocate against fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, true. Oh, fuck. Fuck, sorry. <laughs> that joke is even better now. I was just thinking, like, you were, like, trying to hint that Melissa was pretty. I was like, cool. No. Okay. I, was, I didn't know. No. <laughs> sure. Case for me slash Mike. You'll, you'll read all about it. Good. Amanda Bynes is going to go undercover to a high school across town. I'm going to give half point. Not undercover, but go Why? to a different high school. But she does You're go undercover. undercover. That's a full point. Yeah, that's a full okay. point. Okay. That's a full point. They don't know her, but she's dressing up like a boy anyway to get deeper access to stuff, which that's... I'm not going to give an extra point for that because that's... Wrapped it's the same thing, point. but yeah, but he's right. Mm-hmm. It's right, She but wants not to point. do an article on gender bias and how men and women are treated differently in high school, which she's not, but the movie is. So I'm going to give a so quarter, quarter point. point. Quarter point? Yeah. That makes she starts sense. covering sports. That's when she runs into... Ch- another quarter point there, sports related. That's when she runs into Channing, who's the sports superstar. True. Point. True. Two and a half. He plays football. He's All-American. No. No. She's interviewing him. He likes football, but really wants to be an actor, but doesn't feel comfortable. <laughs> Quarter point for him not being sure of what he wants in life. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay, I'll Two, take seven, it. Five. There you go. He doesn't want to get made fun of. They become friends. They spark a friendship. Again, another half point. Three and a quarter. Mike okay. killing it. Yeah. Spark a friendship. She gets to him to join the drama club. That's where he first does his dancing. They're going to do a musical, A Streetcar Named Desire. He's like the Brando guy. He's shirtless backstage. He's changing. She gets all bothered by it, which... Does she ever get really... She, she, I, don't, I feel like for there's, there's she, opportunities she does for her to be once, flustered but it's not, by him. Yeah. I think she's sort of flustered by the situation in general, which is actually kind of surprising that like she doesn't get flustered by him specifically. Yeah, she's flustered by everything. Yeah. There's no no pinpointing it. So still three and a quarter. They go to a party together on the weekend. He tries to incorporate her character into their group, but his football friends aren't sure. Half point. Yeah, because it happens. Sure about her. Yeah. Three and three quarters. 
at the party, a fight breaks out because Channing defends his new friend. That never happens. He's like, hey, man, it's cool. He's my friend. She gets knocked over. That's when it's revealed she's a girl. They're all like, oh, my God. After the party, he chases her down. You'll think it's a moment where they're like, why did you lie to me? But he understands. And he says he's pretended to be something like this all his life. We're just kids. Oh, this is where we're like, Mike, you're such an old man. Yeah. They go back and become an item, and he's having one of those soft teen sex scenes. And they get to the part of him stripping his shirt off, and they're just trying to keep it light because they're teens. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah. They put on some of that modern music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's really rolling with the old man here. They I like put it. on some of that modern music. She's out and goes to write her article. Channing does a school musical, and it's a huge hit. And you said it's basically a high school musical. It all works out. She has to go back to her school on the other side of town, but they become an item. Maybe the last thing is done at college together. The singer, or the stinger, Channing in college, he's like, you're never going to believe it. I got the part. I'm the girl. And I was like, but it's Tootsie. We have to play it. Yeah, so it's like a gender flip there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round Mike up to four. He's got four full points, which I think, Damn. to date, is That's a record. A record. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the best we've ever done. It's also the longest story we've ever done, but... <laughs> yes. But he was, he was okay. on it. Yeah, okay. He was on it. You said Amanda Bynes dressing like a boy because she wants to join his all-male bar-oriented softball league. So, quarter point. Sports right, bar, no. Age, okay. no. Softball, no. Sports, okay. yes. She dresses up like a man so she can get on the team even though it's a co-ed softball league. No, but I love it. <laughs> she says she I can't get the respect that, that she deserves unless she's dressed like a man, which is true. Half true. point. Three quarters. So when she's there, everyone's like, oh, this guy's pretty good. Let's go to the showers. She realizes she can't use the girl's shower. Channing's there in the shower room. He's like, bro, good game. They high five. He drops his towel. It's back shot. You see his ass. Which, for how much implied nudity is, there's actually no actual nudity. Like, I don't even think we see butt, do we? No, we don't. Mm-mm. It's a teen movie. Nope. She says, hey, and he says, I'm not like that. She drops her towel, then they make out. <laughs> Heavy petting. Fighting is going to be something... Somebody throws a wild pitch and hits Channing. He charges the pitcher and beats the shit out of him. Dancing. They're going to be watching. When they realize she's not a man, they watch A League of Their Own. They sing... Which I... A scene that I love in this movie, when they watch A League of Their Own in, their, in its entirety. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It it's so actually... It's just like Inception. Yeah, you yeah. just... Like, you could... Wait, it's, you could click it. It becomes... It becomes like a DVD menu, and if you click yeah. it, then A League of Their Own just pops yeah. up. You watch that, and then it goes back to the real movie. They sing along with the song in that movie... It's, oh, you even said it's super inceptioned. So that's always your go-to. Yeah, exactly. They sing along with the movie in the movie. Then she hits the final home run as a woman. Half point, because she does play as a woman at the end. Her hair falls out the back of her helmet. Everybody cheers her. Channing puts her on his shoulders. This is the dancing. Mm. My, so you got one and a quarter. So not anywhere near Mike's four. Let's see how I do. Amanda Bynes dressing my man. I think it's in high school. Half point. Uh, full point. Eh, three quarters. Whatever. Okay. Three quarters. Still the same era as Step Up and Coach Carter, etc. She wants to join a wrestling team. The ladies' wrestling is not as competitive as she'd like. She says there's a smaller, thinner, and she can compete in a smaller weight class. So, quarter point, women's team not as competitive because there's no women's team. So, one point, one point total. You're very generous with your own points. Cool. Thanks. I'm at, I'm at one point total, Ooh. and I'm not going to get a lot more points. I can tell you that much. Go ahead. Channing will be a wrestler later in Foxcatcher. This is his emergence into that world. The whole movie is him being hyper-aggro, always fighting people half point yeah pushing people around roided up they're in the locker room she's there in a unitard i guess she's got a beard on for some reason i guess which must barely happens but i'm not gonna give myself a point for that because that's an okay. obvious thing trying to think of ways to be different from joe they shower we maybe see him shirtless because they shower which is true quarter point one and a half 
He says, a couple guys are coming over to my house for Totino's pizza rolls. Everyone comes over. <laughs> a couple guys are in the kitchen. Channing says, come here, new guy. Let me show you some stuff. They go to his room. He says, hope you don't mind if I get changed real quick. Do you? We're just a couple of guys. He starts stripping. She gets worked up and runs out of the room. She saw this in the locker room, but now that she's in his bedroom, it's different. Dancing, he comes back out of the kitchen. There's music on. He dances in shirtless. She's a run of the house because she's so turned on. It's not like she's a guy dressing like a girl who has to hide a boner like Ladybugs. And I said, don't see Ladybugs. Quarter point for referencing Ladybugs. Yeah. But the twist is that, like Ladybugs, they find out and let her compete, and she wins over the school. Which is true. Yeah. A real Ladybugs situation. So, like, two and a quarter, but still... My score plus your score does not equal Mike. Not even close to Mike Manzi. Okay. The next movie, Step Up 2. Okay, I got it. Just so they're on the same page. I don't know anything about it other than the goalie is the main guy, but I don't think Jenna's really in it, and I don't think Channing's really in it. Okay. Channing, the the new guy, is the main guy. It's okay. pretty much the exact same movie as Step Up 1. Okay? It's going to be cookie cutter, the exact same thing. Channing's going to come back because he is now... A ladder salesman. Okay. And he still does janitor work for the school. Okay. okay. He's their, like, official, like, contractor now. And he's also a ladder salesman. Because his ladders up. are a step up above the rest. Yep. He So he sells ladders, and he comes into the school, and he opens one, and, like, some, like, hooligan that's, like, the new Channing runs under it, and he's like, that's bad luck, bro. And he's like don't you tell me about my luck. And then they just, like, get into, like, a pushing fight. Okay. And then, but he realizes he's, like, too old to, like, fight a high schooler again, so, even in dance school. He carries all the ladders back in from his truck, because he, like, t- he has, he's, like, a door-to-door ladder salesman. <laughs> so he took all the ladders back, he takes them all out every time and puts them back in. Okay. And, like, when he gets home after his long day of working, Jenna Dewan's there, because they're married now. Okay. And he's like, wow, it was a rough day of stepping up. And, like, rips his shirt off and, like, throws it across the room when he, like, walks in the door. And she's like, honey, I've been balleting professionally all day. Okay. But I also had time to make you this wonderful dinner. But before, can I have this dance? Ooh. And she turns on, she, like, reaches over him, turns on the radio. And he's shirtless. They dance. And then that's, like, that was, like, their only 30-second cameo of the movie. Okay. Oh, and at the end, he gets a promotion. Like, after that, he's like, well, I want to tell you. I had a really good day. I got a promotion. I'm now regional ladder door-to-door salesman. And she goes, that's a step up. Ooh. I like that you what? say that's their cameo. It's definitely a cameo for her, but it also sounds like this entire movie revolves around him as a ladder salesman. No, no. I just, like, I, I said the whole movie is the regular step-up movie. Okay. It just Channing comes in. This is his, like, three minutes and that was it. Okay. Mm. Melissa, you want to go next or you want me to go next? I'll go next. So what do I have to include? Dancing, fight, shirtless, stripping. Yeah. Oh, and shirtless and stripping can be different. They can, they can be the same, but they can also be different. All right. I haven't seen Step Up, but I listened to your episode okay. about Step Up. Okay. So I'm getting secondhand. All right. So Channing is a teacher. It's a high school, right? The dance okay. school. Yeah. Okay. The, the dance, the dance school. Yeah. And he takes the new goalie from this movie okay. under his wing, teaches him all his dance moves in like, I don't know, maybe like the first 20 minutes of the movie. Channing dies. <gasps> Whoa! No, I'm sorry. Whoa, aggressive. Guys. Okay. In an epic dance battle on the streets. How's he die? What, what happened? Like, Let's how- see. What is he? How's he going to die? I didn't think this through. I was listening to your story so intently. I think he's going to do one of those, you know, where you spin on your head mm-hmm. moves. You know, he forgets his little cardboard paper to spin on his head you know he puts it on the ground but he forgot it and he just 
spins. What? Oh, this is so dark, you guys. He like maybe breaks his neck when he falls over. Oh, okay. Jesus. Okay. Whoa. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, keep going. Come on. So he has an open casket and he's shirtless because he wanted everyone to remember him and his <laughs> by his abs. Remember. Yes. Remember me by my abs. I love it. Thank you. Maybe he stripped during the dance. So yeah. Shirt came off. Death. You know, and then but just a bow tie. Could he have just a bow tie like Chippendales? It's like shirtless, yes. but a bow tie. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. You know, he <laughs> he really wanted to remember it in uh, peak form. Yeah. Did I did I get everything? He didn't fight anyone. No, no. Fight the, someone. the dance battle is kind of a fight. The yeah yeah we... it, it is a dance fight where he strips and he dies. It's very sad, but it's like it's super epic. Maybe they win the dance battle too. Oh, oh I'm sorry, the, I killed the... him, you guys. When he breaks his neck, he does a move that no one's ever successfully completed before and dies. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. I love cool. it, Melissa. That was a damn and good one. And that's the one. driving force for the new the new Channing Tatum, oh. the, the goalie. He like, you know, avenges him. Maybe there's a huge dance battle at the end and he wins it, not breaking his neck. Oh, okay. With the same move. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Oh god, that was a good, that's a good. I want to see this movie. Okay, Joey, go ahead. So step up to the streets. The movie about an epic neck break dance battle by a traveling door to door ladder salesman. Go. The movie opens. Yeah, yeah. Him and Jenna Dewan in bed. He's shirtless. They're not having sex. They're just they wake yeah, up together. Yeah. He's okay. shirtless. Baby cries from off screen. Oh. They have a baby together. Okay. He dances his way over the crib. Oh, ho, ho. Like a little samba? Yeah. I see a little samba. Picks okay. the baby up. Okay. Dances with the baby. Jenna Dewan okay. smiles like, this is the man that I married. This is the man I'm going to love in real life forever. This is my <laughs> husband. This is like a scene from Atlanta. That's I think Donald Glover did this scene in Atlanta. But okay, go ahead. Picks up the baby, dances around the baby, so that's shirtless and dancing. Yeah. Gets a phone call. Something's wrong with the school. I, I swear to God, I th if you were going to say it's Vin Diesel, I was going to be so happy. Oh, that, that would have been great. I'm, I, <laughs> yeah, I can't he gets that, a phone call. It's Vin Diesel. He's like, Chan, <laughs> I Chan. need you. Go ahead. He gets a phone call. Something's wrong with the school. Because I think like Joe said, or maybe or Melissa said, who's somebody? He, he works at the school. He's still, I think everybody yeah, said, I said, he's, that. I said he's that. He's still back at the school. He still works at the school. Yeah. He goes, he gives the, the baby to Jenna Dewan, puts a shirt on, goes to the school. He gets to school. There is a riot outside. He's trying to break up this fight. He gets so in a it's fight now himself. battle in Seattle. It's battle in Seattle. Is he in riot gear or just like normal? No, he's course? just like in a he's like in a okay. regular button down shirt. Okay, trying to break up the fight. So he's like in that fight. He's in that fight. So yeah. That's the fighting. Okay, I get it. Uh, he gets his shirt ripped, rips his shirt off because he's like, this is no use to me anymore. So that's yeah. a stripping too. That makes sense. Fights his way essentially to the principal's office. Principal Fights says, his way. Yeah. Who's the riot of? Like the students? It's all students. Like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so dance, so like ballet students started a riot that Channing had to fight it's, his it's way a, through. It's a, it's, a, it's a race riot because it's all <laughs> okay. hip-hop kids against the ballet kids. <laughs> okay, 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 I like it. It's getting spicy. And Channing fights his way to the principal's office. The principal says, as you can see, it's a nightmare out there. And Channing says, I know, sir, but I must resign from my office. And he resigns go somewhere Jenna Dewan, and then the, just the shift of the movie then focuses on the school and we're now at the school and it's a it's a street battle a race riot battle on the streets hip hop kids versus ballet kids okay that was good that, that's a good one that's a good movie so step up to the story yep of a door to door ladder salesman who breaks up race riots at a dance school with <laughs> break dancing moves that yeah. involve snapping your neck and gets buried shirtless in a little bow tie that's, yeah, it's a fucking good movie. I doubt that Step Up Two is going to be as good as any of those, or it's as good as all of them combined. Because it is all. It, it's going to be all three of them combined. Yeah, so that's exactly. perfect. Okay, 
the next game we have is letterbox game oh letterbox game okay good so okay she's the man okay for reference sake mad max fury road the most popular film on letterbox or one of them at least has been seen by 246,000 people 246 okay how many people have seen she's the man 9875 oh 4,031. Higher than both. Oh, okay. that's good. Uh, 17,342. Let's go 23,782. Higher than both. Really? Oh my god. Oh, 42,695. Uh, no, it can't be that high. That's a big jump. Okay, fuck. Go ahead. You want to do a different number instead? Yeah, 36,888. I go 38, sorry, 38,88. 888. Melissa, 11 off. 38,877. <gasps> Damn. Oh, very close. Guess, though, Which, but you know, considering I would have guessed probably somewhere close to where you guys guessed at the beginning, that's a lot of people who've seen this movie. That's a fuck ton that have seen it on Letterboxd. That's a Average whole rating, lot more than 2. I Average rating, 2.9. A lot Ugh. of people, so a lot of people I follow on Letterboxd, a lot of the most popular accounts are, just happen to be high school girls, essentially. They do not like mm-hmm. this movie. Ugh. Okay, weird. Do a lot of people, like, our age, like 30 or so... Are they on Letterboxd? They would have seen it in high school. I guess. I really don't know. That's high. Way, way, way higher than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, same. Out of those 39,000 people, how many have it in their top four? 253. I'm going to go 2,300. Whoa. I know. You know, that was a shocking number the first time. I'm going with a shocking number this time. 2,000 what? Just 2,000 flat? Throw 300. That's fine. Uh, Lower than both. Oh, damn. Um, I'm going to go 85. 22. In between, last guesses. 34. 47? 54. Oh. So, okay, I'm going to find someone who has reviewed it, who has a picture, who gave it five stars. Okay, 23 imprinted on Letterboxd. Wrote a review, gave it five stars. Her review says, or I'm assuming her, I don't know, her review says 10 out of 10 stars. So, Letterboxd. That's it? That's her review. 10 10 out of 10 10 stars. Okay, cool. We're not going to, this is a terrible, she has a terrible top four. Hold on. Okay. Let me find a different person. Ron Jamay. R-O-N-J-A-M-A-Y. Jamay? Ron Jamay. Jamay, private school girl. Oh, my God. You must be so hot. Yeah. I'm not even bragging, but me and my friends are all pretty much quiche. Like, uh, if you couldn't tell from looking at us. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, oh, if you don't know, quiche is a word that I made up. And it <laughs> yeah. means, it basically means hot, but, like, it's a step above hot. No, it's, like, yeah. more than just hot. This is a difficult one, too. Jesus. Uh, Ron Jamay's... Review says, no one needs to read any self-help book on relationships. They just need to watch this movie, and it has wow. all the advice they could ever need. Wow, okay. Interesting. Their top four is very difficult, to. Let me see if I can find one other person that's more gettable. Oh, Why here we go. Difficult? Here we go. We're going to do this one. Okay. I think you're only, you're only going to be able to get one of them. Okay. Uh, this is Tori, V-C-T-R-I-A-69. So Victoria69, Tori. From okay. Boston, uh, at Samansky on Twitter, S-Y-M-A-N-S-K-I-I, okay. at Samansky. Still active on Twitter, somewhat. Okay. She's the man, her number two film of all time. Okay. Number one, number three, number four. Number four, Joe, is the only one that I think you're going to get. It is, if, if you and I had to depict three movies that we collectively love more than any other movies. High School Musical? No. Spring Breakers. No, but you're much closer. American Honey. There we go. Okay, good. That's a good one. Now, numbers one and number three. Number three is a Duplass Brothers movie, which I don't know that either of you saw. It stars Mark Duplass. It's one of the ones that they wrote and directed and produced. It's a horror movie. Oh, no. 
It's a horror movie. Is it um The Visit? No, The Guest? Nope. That has nothing to do with that. Is it... Because oh. you know Mark Duplass, right? Pete from The League? Yeah. Is it the one with Elizabeth Moss? That's not really a horror movie. The one I love now. I don't know the name of That it. was directed no. by uh, Mary Steenburgen's son with Malcolm McDowell, which I found out Ooh. recently. This is a movie from a couple years ago from 2014. There was a sequel that came out either last year or the year before. I know what it is, but I don't know the name. I don't know. Which is not helpful. I have no idea. It's called Creep. Oh, yeah. The number one movie is... We've never had difficulty playing... I, we, I mean, this game was always difficult, but, like, I've never had difficulty finding a top four that I like. This one was difficult. I still don't know if you're going to be able to get number one, but... Dallas Buyers Club. No. This okay. movie's from 1995. It is the first Ooh. in a series of three. It's the first in a trilogy. The, his bird tattoos Ooh. will save us. What's that called? No, no, it's too early. Never mind. This um, is... It's the same actor and actress. It's just, it's basically three movies. I have not seen them. I know that I'm going to love these movies. I don't know why I have not seen them yet. Hmm. It's just the same actor and actress just walking through. It's sort of their, I think, I don't think they're like in a relationship in these movies. I think they just sort of like meet up or they had a past relationship and they just like spend the night together. Before sunrise? When there we go. Movies? Before sunrise. Yes. I had no idea what that was. I would have never gotten that. I've never seen it, but it's, I It's uh, Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy in a Richard Linklater movie. Okay. The last game that we have, Fire Ass Titles. Yes. Is this your first time playing Fire Ass Titles at all, Melissa? Yes, my first time playing any of Oh, yeah, you've never oh, been on one of our podcasts. Look at this. So as you know, if anybody's listening they don't know, Fire Ass Titles is where we high school musicalify the movie titles. So, like, if at its core, oh, got one, gender bend it like Beckham. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. I was thinking A League of His Own. Into it. Oh. High school soccer? High school that's soccer is one. really good. I was just going to call it soccer. Oh, that's even better. Sphinx. Mm. But I gender oh, bend it like Beckham. How about so this? Good. That was so good. Combining the Shakespeare name, the Twelfth Night, into a sports thing, the Twelfth, the twelfth man. man. Yep, nailed it. Ooh, that's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. How about the kissing booth? Ooh. Sebastian's with an S at the end. <laughs> like plural? Like yeah, him. yeah, like many Sebastians. Cesario's Pizza. Mm. Eunice. Ooh. Oh, man. Marvolio oh. the Tarantula. <laughs> Marvolio. Arachnophobia. Mm. <laughs> Girl fight. Water, water, not a drop to shower in. Ooh. Oatmealed. Oatmeal apostrophe. <laughs> Oatmealed. I like oatmealed a lot. Oh, God, that's so good. Uh, wh- what's the one fuck? Like, uh, sleeping with the enemy. Mm. London Calling. That's a good one. That's oh. a damn good one. Dude, we crushed it. There's so many fucking good ones in this one. Holy There's shit. so many good ones. Oh, I don't got one to go out on. Underneath my hair. Underneath it all. Just And the theme song is just no oh. doubt. Wrapped up. All wrapped up. Mm, I like that. Ooh, that's Done? a good one. Yep. Call it. Yep. Okay. Under, no, or Under Wraps. Under Wraps. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Thunder Wraps. All of them. Dude, this is, that was fucking, that was, a, that okay. was one of the best rounds we've ever had, actually. That was a really good one. Not to, you know, give myself more points than I deserve, but I think that I uh, did pretty well there. You, d- you, you did fucking good. good. You had some ones. killer ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gender gender Beckett like Beckham is probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. So <laughs> yeah. We have the last segment on the show, Magic Mike's the Channing Tatum Awards, the Golden G-Strings, or better name to be determined. Yes. What do we want to nominate this for? Best film? No. Best no, of, it's not so. best of the worst. It's definitely not best of the worst. This is going to be mid-range for sure. Okay. I really like his... The first fight where he pushes him over the popcorn cart is pretty good. Okay. Best fighting scene. She's the man. Yeah. Tackling ex-boyfriend 
into Popcorn Cart. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to nominate this for Most Fun Film. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Very fair, yeah. Do we want to nominate for Best or Worst Channing Role? I feel like it's probably in the middle somewhere. It's, it's going to be in the middle somewhere. Best Song or Soundtrack? Nothing that I can really... I really liked the soundtrack when I was in high school. No. In high school, yeah. I haven't listened. I mean, I heard some good stuff, but... Best Love Story? Yes, Which if you, if, story? if only if it's the, like, the love pentagram. Okay. I'll just say love pentagram. Yeah. Most comprehensive love story. She's the man. Best dancing scene, I feel like it's not as good. It should have no, been definitely here. not. It's one shimmy. Best shirtless no. scene, entire movie? <laughs> or is there, is there a specific one that's better? No, there's not. That's why it's hard. I don't think there's, like, it's not like a good shirt. He's just always shirtless, so. Uh, best stripping scene, I will say she's the man, soccer goal celebration. Yeah, that's a good one. Best gun scene, no guns in this movie, which is a surprise. Sad. Best non-chanting role female, Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Yes, I say yes. I love her. As Viola slash Sebastian. Yeah. Anybody else we want to nominate for best or worst male or female? No. I think we did pretty good. That's Any pretty other awesome. categories that we want to nominate that we do not have that exist yet? Nope. So just to recap, we have five awards. Amanda Bynes here. Best fighting scene, the popcorn cart. Best stripping scene, the soccer goal celebration. Best love story, the love pentagram. And most fun film. That's pretty comprehensive. I can agree with all those. That is a solid ass showing for this movie. Yep. There's also, for the record, of the different movies that we, we've done, like, the, we've done eight different movies, I have this ranked number two, uh, my second favorite Channing Tatum movie, behind only A Guide to Recognize Your Saints, because I think that's just a great Ragazzi. Ragazzi. Since we last recorded the episode of Battle in Seattle... Yes. We put out the boyfriend material episode of Only Goss Forgives. Only Goss Forgives. Yes, we did that. We concluded... Lap one of Too Fast, Too Forever with Fate of the Furious. We did. With full lap. We've seen the movies at least one time each. Spoiler alert, yep. it's a lot more. Go ahead. Today we're doing this movie, She's the Man. By the time we record next, we will release our relap recap episode of Lap One of Fate of Too Fast, Too Forever. See how we feel about those movies. Got some big news, you know, got some cool stuff going on that we're gonna talk about there. That'll be out on the 15th of the month. That's a bonus episode. Bonus episode. The next Gosling movie we have is Gangster Squad. So we will be joined by resident historian Mike Manzi for this movie that takes place in the past. Yep, exactly. Then we'll have our regular Too Fast, Too Forever Forever episode with Tobin and Island of The Contenders, where... Come back for that. Listen to our talk about Fast and Furious One. Yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna get, we're gonna just be like medium fast at that one. It's just gonna be just a little fast and and almost furious. furious, almost furious. Not supercharged yet, though. Not, we're not supercharged yet. And then come back one month from today. Step up to the streets, featuring Liam Underwood of the Nerd on Nerd podcast of the Sharpay's fabulous adventure episode of Zack Attack, which was a huge hit. Matt saying, "Hey, you guys aren't funny, but this Liam guy, he's really funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, exactly." Cool, thanks, Matt. We're always recording, always recording. Go to KeepsClub.me to see all the shows. But, Melissa, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for joining, Melissa. Long I really time, appreciate first it. first time. Yeah, thank you for having me. No, you were a lot of fun. It was it was great. Thank you for all your contributions. I'm glad you like this movie. I'm glad we like this movie. And you didn't have to, like, sell it to us or anything. Yeah. But yeah. it was easy. If you liked Melissa on this episode, write us an email, magicmikes at cageclub.me. Let us know what you think of her passion for this movie. If you think Melissa should, should change her gender and come on to another episode, of the show and try to fool us by pretending that she's her brother then mm. then let us know in an email thank you melissa for being here no with a canadian accent so for all things magic mics and all of our other shows you can go to cageclub.me facebook.com slash cageclub or at cageclubpod on twitter or instagram email us magic mics at cageclub.me go to cageclub.me slash newsletter sign up for that if it exists yet or it will soon uh it's gonna come out the first of the month first 
newsletter coming out August 1st, so do that. But yeah, just go to those things. Everything at cageclub.me. Do all the things. All the things. Do all the things. Do that soccer. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And that was Melissa Lynham, and we will see you next time on Magic Mikes. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I believe every lie that I ever told. Paid for every heart that I ever stole. I played my cards and I didn't fold. Well, it ain't.